This episode is uh, brought to you by, well, me me not having anything else to do. So I got uh, uh, got a couple shows coming up, but uh, uh, if you want to if you want to know when I'm doing comedy, you can uh, <laughs> check me out on my Instagram page, which is uh, jvic j v i c underscore e s q. Um, it's always a uh, always a fun time. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> always a fun time. It's uh, also brought to you by. Uh, uh, a no-name uh, pizza in a wall company that uh, I really enjoy. So that's, uh, that's about where I'm at. And uh, beer. Um, again, no-name beer. We can't. Uh, I don't want any sponsors for me. So kind of fucking over Jeff, I guess. <laughs> Could use a sponsor or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so talk to Jeff about uh, your no-name beer. But uh, that's about it, man. This episode is... Also brought to you by <laughs> Slow Cook Beef Stew. I got about two more hours and she's good to go. This is real garbage. What's up, Jaden? Work? <laughs> Nothing, man. Dude, I felt like a dick because um, <laughs> as I'm driving up to Nanaimo a couple weeks ago, I'm thinking, man, I, last time I saw this guy was last summer, and I was like, dude, I'm going to bring you on the podcast. And you're like, yeah, I'm fucking in. Yeah. And then that's the first thing you say to me when I see you is, thought you said I was going to be on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hold grudges. That's who I am. Uh, apparently. I'm a real good person. But, uh, well, you made it down. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I drove down, drove down this morning just to, uh, just to watch some, some movie. and uh, some, some movie. Some movie. We I'm speak like... different up, up <laughs> island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't get the full words, but uh, no, no, just drove all the way down here. I was a little worried. It's my first podcast that I've ever done. Ever? But yeah, <laughs> ever, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, imagine that, a comedian who's never done a podcast. <laughs> well, wow. Imagine a comedian that doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Get it started. No, but um, uh, I wish. Uh, but uh, I drove down here. I was like, I was worried because I was like, oh, man, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to sound like. I don't usually like my recording as you. Uh, I hate uh, the sound of my voice. Yeah, well, absolutely and no, hate it. No, but everyone says that. But when when they talk, but some people have nice voices. Some people uh, can't speak English properly. That's true. And uh, so recording is rough, man. <laughs> that that's why that uh, Worcestershire thing kills me. Because I'm like, I wish I could say that, man. <laughs> Worcestershire. Yeah, that's Elmo Fudd's favorite condiment. For sure. <laughs> Worcestershire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I actually did have a British roommate who told me. He's like, "It's pronounced Worcester. It's Worcester." And I'm like, "Oh, you can, yeah." No well, he, and then he goes, "He goes unless you're up in the north, and it's Worcestershire." And I was like, "Fuck you, you so asshole!" You can't even agree on it. Don't tell me no, what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it however I fucking like. It's yeah. weird though. After I started using that bit, my buddy back home would like start sending me memes that was like, "These are my last brain cells trying to pronounce Worcestershire." <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay. "He's like the universe, man. It's talking to you." Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was weird. You see it everywhere now. Or like, I actually got that idea from a, like there was a guy at work when I used to work for the the municipality. He was oh, just walking into a, into our like uh, lunchroom and he was just like, "Pass me some of that Worcestershire." Oh, and, and, and then everyone around you always has to correct you and be like, "No, it's Worcestershire or it's Worcestershire sauce." <laughs> But it's like nobody knows how to pronounce nobody it. Does. It's nobody does. It's not a fucking real word. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I, I always feel like people do that. They're like, no, I know enough about this. I can correct you. And then uh, it's amazing the overlap, the Venn diagram of people that tell you how to do things and then also do them wrong. Oh, absolutely. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, 
I'm terrible for that. I can give some really good life advice to everyone else but myself. Like a is it like a muse? I can give you ideas, but I can't use them for my own good. No, you're like a it's just like a, you should, a fortune you should, cookie. You should just do this. <laughs> just just dump that person. Be fucking single. Enjoy your fucking life. Yeah. Everybody's just hunting for a relationship. Yeah. Not this guy, I fucking lived a single life at 37. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody. Oh. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Nice. It's just I don't know. It's convenient. Yeah, you know, I never get touched ever, but <laughs> well, do whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> so I feel like you could, uh, you could solve that problem. <laughs> the one problem you have, yeah, it'll be okay. I'm just, I, la- I'm just lazy. That's fair. That, that's what it is. See, like, I'm, I'm lazy. Here's the thing: that's not an exclusive uh, relationships. I've been with my <laughs> my wife. We've been married for. Uh, like four years now. Pull the mic about a oh. fist, a, about a fist away from your mouth. Uh, tell me how to do my job. For shout sure. out to <laughs> shout out to Joe Rogan and Tyler. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. That Just keep a little bit of fist fist away from your face. Um. Uh, you know, I've been with my wife for like four years. We've been together for nine. So it's like. Uh, uh, but I'm so lazy. That's not. It's not a relationship killer. Well, but she would disagree. <laughs> Probably. Well, I I don't know. I just I. Having a real problem at this point in my life, like we're getting motivated to do a lot of stuff. It might just because it's been a shitty winter and cold and rainy. I mean, we live on the West Coast. That's been a shitty winter. Uh, it has. It, I, I've worked. I'm landscaping now. I'm working oh. outside. So I missed so much work in January. Oh, Dude, good. I haven't had a full. I didn't have a full paycheck in two months. Mm. Like Christmas time. I got paid. There was a three paycheck month in January. All of them were less than they than they should have been. Wow. So Jeff's uh, Jeff's got a Patreon GoFundMe yes. going. <laughs> it's the get Jeff paid because he's got a few more thousand dollars worth of debt yeah. fund. Yeah. I hate debt. It sucks. It's crushing. It's depressing. Yeah, man. And like I, all the time, like when I tell people I, I like I do comedy, they, the first question is like, like if that's all you do, that's your job. And I'm like, I wish, kind of. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I'm like, you know, you you you. It's not. It's not the worst thing ever, you know. You pay for your beer sometimes. In the last, in the last five years of doing, this is a sad uh, <laughs> quote. Just uh, speaking of bummers, <laughs> let's go down a yeah. little while. Uh, no, but uh, I've been doing comedies for a while, and like in the last three months, I I got enough shows that I paid for one month's rent. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's really awesome. Yeah, not as a job. Like, like I again, I hope it'll be a job, but not as like a job. Because if you were like, yeah, I've been working for three months, and I got I paid three months ago rent. Now people are like, well, that's you should probably get a job. <laughs> like I'm, I'm stoked. I was doing my fourth, um, fourth paid show on March 26th. It's the okay. Zingers for Zambia show at the uh, nice. Victoria, Vex- uh, yeah, Victoria sure. Event Center, yeah. and I'm just stoked that I'm making like more than 20 bucks to do this. It's so cool. Yeah. Like yeah. And, and like at some point it'd be neat. Yeah. To like for this podcast to start making some money. Yeah. Get some sponsors on board. Yeah. <laughs> just got to get minimum a thousand downloads an episode. Yeah. It's slow going. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I don't think I know a thousand people. I don't think I've seen no. a thousand people like that. I could, you know, even say I might know. Think I about, mean, math, I guess. But think about people who have friends lists that are two thousand, three thousand people That's on, insane, on right? Facebook. Yeah, and you can look at them and go, "How many people do you, do you know, actually man? know?" Yeah, I think like, about that all the time. I can count on two hands, like how many people in my life that I'm uh, like in. Direct communication with. Oh, uh, you're a two hander, huh? That must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I get on one hand. Yeah. But I only really have like a couple of really close friends that I chat with. Like I talk to my friend Tyler back home for a couple hours a week sometimes. And where are you from, sorry? Uh, Brandon Manitoba. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, that's where my mom's from. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Everyone from out here is from there. 
Yeah, no, no, that's because they they grew up out there. Mm. <laughs> Everyone yeah. here is like, oh, we gotta find one this rock you know, island. It's so small. We gotta go to the big city. And then everyone else is like, wait, we gotta go to where it doesn't snow all the time, where life can happen. I've seen these people who keep sending these photos. Well, I moved here, man. It was 19 degrees on no wait, sorry. Yeah, 19 degrees on January 19th or 18th when I pulled in. The, the next morning I got up, I was living in Machosen. And I walked onto the deck. It's okay. January 19th. I just left minus 38 <laughs> in Red Deer, Alberta. Yeah. And 48 hours later, I'm walking outside and like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, man. I can see wild. the mountains and the ocean. Everything's green. It's warm. There's like a neighbor mowing his lawn. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Scratching my head. And my roommate comes out and goes, welcome to the West Coast. I'm like, yeah, man. what the fuck is this place? I'd never been here yeah. before I moved here. I just, I, I just like took a job and was like, well, I'm going to Victoria. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're going to love it so much. <laughs> no, like, it's... Why? It's like, oh, you'll, you'll see. Nobody really told me. They're like, you'll see. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this place, like, I look like a fucking tourist my first yeah. month here. Short cargo <laughs> shorts. January, on. you're Still, like, yeah. it's going to be yeah. freezing. Still wearing cargo shorts, like yeah. fucking flip flops. I'm like, man, this is great. People are looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy? Yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> tourist. Yeah, well, I, like, I, uh, went to, I lived in Calgary for two years. Uh, my wife got a. Uh, when were you living there? Uh, I've been back on the island for a year and a half. I grew up mostly in Victoria, mm-hmm. um, mostly. But, uh, yeah, so I've been back for a year and a half. I was just gone right, kinda, right after I... <laughs> I, I um, my, my wife uh, finished her degree. I did not, obviously. That's why I do comedy. <laughs> so, so this um, is more fun. But, um, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, but uh, my wife uh, got... Uh, a uh, uh, scholarship to a school in Calgary, and I was like, "Yeah, why don't we go to Calgary? It'll be nice." And then uh, everyone here was like, "Yo, you can't." And then when I got there, I was like, "They're all gonna tell me all the nice things about Calgary," and they're like, "Why would you leave the place we all want to go?" <laughs> Calgary's—it's a beautiful city in the summer. It is. It, it is. is. I've done mushrooms there once in the summer. Yeah. And like around that, uh, the haven't pe- the, we all? <laughs> oh, it's, it's what you do when you're in Calgary. Okay, it was creepy though. So it was. I don't know, probably 9, 30, 10 o'clock when buddy I hadn't seen in years is like, I got us mushrooms. We just started eating these mushrooms out of the bag. He had a half ounce. Yeah. And we're just freestyling. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's like, I, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom. And I pull the bag up. I'm like, holy shit. This wheat, wow. I didn't yeah. think we ate that much. I'm like, we probably each eaten six go. grams. I'm like, well, fuck. And I, I kind of like, I think we're good, dude. And I reached in the bag. And I'm like, I'll eat one more stem. So we started going for a walk. And it hit us like an hour in. He threw up on himself. Like, and <laughs> oh, we went, God. we went o- over the Peace Bridge, and he was like freaking out about these homeless dudes on bikes. And he started getting me freaked out. Yeah, because he's, like, he's not a very big guy. He's like you know five foot three and fucking hundred and forty pounds. He's like, oh man, this guy's gonna fucking. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? You're yeah. scaring me. So we eventually get off the Peace Bridge, and this is when Pokemon Go was big. Okay. So we get into this park, and by this point, it's like one in the morning. And he goes, he stops me, and he goes, Hey, whoa, stop. I go, What? And he goes. Don't freak out right now. <laughs> That's a but bad sentence I'm like, to say uh, when you because like we're three hours into this fucking mushroom trip at this point. Freaking out. <laughs> and he goes, "Look around right now," and I, I'm like, "Okay." And I look around and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> there's like 200 people in this park at 1 a.m. and not a word is being spoken. Oh no! And there's phone, and there's phones. Everyone has a phone in their face, and I'm like. <gasps> What is going on? He's like, uh, they're all playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> 200 people in a park at 1 a.m. And they're sitting in circles. And I'm like, why are they sitting in circles? He goes, that's a gym. They're training their Pokemon. I'm like, what the fuck is this game? Because I never played it. Yeah. I, I grew up before. Uh, you were probably the Pokemon era. Yeah. Yeah. I was just before the Pokemon era. I'm not, okay. I'm not Generation okay. Pokemon. 
Okay. And that's that's a that's, that's you make it a political party here. Well, <laughs> damn it, I am non Pokemon. Pokego. <laughs> so it was weird to me. I'm like, what is everybody doing? And they're all just fucking swinging their arms and shit, trying to catch shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. On mushrooms, and it was made even better by the fact that there was a storm rolling into Calgary the <laughs> yeah. whole time, but we never got rained on. We just got the lightning storm over the fucking yeah. city skyline. I was like, yeah. this is hilarious. I'm looking at Marco, and he's like, just imagine some witch just showed up on a nowhere. She's <laughs> yeah. controlling the lightning. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. That's, That's the nice thing about Calgary, man, is that the, the weather comes over the mountains, and it's like... It's like it's, I feel like on both sides of the mountain, though, being on both sides of the Rockies, everyone goes, "Oh, the weather comes down the mountain." It's like yeah. you can't go both ways, can it? I don't know. Because it has to. I'm, on one side, it's got to do something, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, I don't think it's just a the oath is just one there's wind some, stream. Some goes down <laughs> one side, um, but, but it was. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, <laughs> I was just gonna say uh, they. Either way, they always say the uh, the weather's coming. And uh, but no, but it always just passes over Calgary sometimes and then hits the west of the prairies. And Calgary's like, well, that was lucky. <laughs> well, I lived in Medicine Hat for a couple of years, Red Deer for a couple of years, and Calgary for a few months between wow. like 05 and 2010 when I moved here. Yeah. We like to call that the toll of sadness. Man, <laughs> you know what? Medicine Hat was nice because they, yeah, like the talking about weather, the Chinooks, dude. The oh, Chinooks so are fucking nice, amazing. Man. I took yeah. my motorcycle for a ride on Christmas Day once yeah. in short sleeves. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, man. Nosebleed city, though, for me at least. Dry as fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't scratch your nose. Hey, oh, well, it happened again. Yeah, and going from like minus fifteen to like plus twelve, you're like, I can't handle it. <laughs> like, I'm a that's how you feeble get, man. That's how you get sick. I used to work like railroad construction when I was nineteen. We'd always have it's like it's ten degrees hotter on the rails in the summer. So on you're, the you're, rails, oh, on the rails, bro. <laughs> We smoked so much weed at that job. Like, <laughs> you smoke weed? I'm like, yeah, they're like, good. I'm like, I'm still a teenager, right? I'm young. Yeah. No, I was 18 yeah, yeah. because I still lived at home. Yeah, okay. I moved out when I was 19. 18 years old, working with these, like, hardened native dudes. It was a great, great crew. Like, tons yeah. of fun. And they're like, well, we're going to work hard, man. My first day, all we did was sledgehammer. We were doing a rail change out. Just sledgehammered fucking anchors off. So you're swinging down by your feet yeah. for 12 hours straight. I, I woke up the next day, my alarm went off, and I was like, get <laughs> I couldn't yeah. fucking move a muscle. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" I've never How many times this. you hit your uh, you hit yourself with it though? Like the, none. The I was never? I was I was pretty good. We actually oh, got right. to we got to a point. So I worked for this company for two years, okay. and the second year we were working up in like northern Alberta, fucking yeah. middle of nowhere for like forty some days straight. Yeah, but there were points where um we just you get kind of bored. Like we were spiking by hand a lot of the time. Oh, okay, oh, it was fucking slave labor. Yeah, but like our they'd be yeah, like, no, it, historically <laughs> it was. You just did it for money this yeah. time, which is well, that good. And too. it was twelve bucks an hour back then. It's like two thousand one. Oh. Hey, that hey two thousand one number two thousand. Okay, well, those an hour. Those I was pulling in like. We were working like straight through, like forty-two hours, or sorry, forty-two days straight. Yeah, and you're, you're just getting like fourteen-day paychecks. So like yeah. it's like twenty-two hundred bucks at this point. But yeah. I'm young and stupid, <laughs> just drinking it all, smoking yeah. weed, and then eventually I tried like cocaine. I'm like, we'll do some of that. Yeah, in this city. Yeah, it's a terrible fucking drug. Terrible drug. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by not cocaine and not uh, cocaine <laughs> and. Zips, it was brought to you by fentanyl. Yeah, whoa. You want to kill yourself, <laughs> you get some fentanyl. I think we're hunting for the wrong sponsors here. <laughs> mm, that's true. Yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't been back to Calgary in a while, but uh, nowadays, like, I drove there last time. There was a heat wave, so next time I'm going to fly. Yeah, you know, like, they has got regular flights, but it would be cool to get, like, on one of those, like, the jailbird flights, like yeah. that fucking prison plane in the movie Con Air. Yeah. Oh! Hey! yeah. <laughs> 
See? Yowza! Hey, how long do you think we chatted for? Oh, Just God, like, an hour and a year. Nah, man, if, if we chop off the first two minutes, we talked for like 16 and a half minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. It's crazy, right? Yeah, man. But, um... I love this movie, the yeah. the movie Con Air. <laughs> I love it. I hate it, and and I hate it for multiple reasons. One of them is that I am deathly scared of fly- flying, so this movie is just a nightmare for me the whole way through, and for a lot of people for different reasons. It's but. a it's an interesting flick. I still, you know what? I watched it when it first came out in '97. Wow, and it uh, it was so sweet. Like, cause like action <laughs> movies in the '90s. That was my era. Like, okay, I grew up yeah. with Stallone and Schwarzenegger and all those guys. So, like, seeing yeah. this, it was like, Gold damn, Nicolas Cage was fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, <And> <laughs> and watching it now, I'm like, it's still good, but I'm like, God, it's so bad at the same time. Yeah. Badass takes on a whole new meeting in that oh scenario. Oh, my God. I burp sometimes on the podcast. <laughs> Okay. It happens. All right, sweet. I love how this movie opens opens with a recruitment video for the U.S. Yeah, Army. Yeah, hundred percent. Join the army. It's like that. It's like that Simpsons episode with the, with the boy band. They're literally just like jets flying overhead, just guys shooting guns. Like, yeah, army rangers. And then immediately after, immediately after that, this guy you see him and he gets in a fight and they're like, be, you know, they 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 ghost him even though he's a vet. So you're like, well, man. Yeah. Thank you for your service, soldier. Yeah, no, sir. You are a ranger <laughs> and hold up the name. Yeah. In court, well, you're a deadly weapon and you're a piece of shit, so go to jail for five years. Yeah. <laughs> Not, hey, you just got, thank you for everything you've done for us. Yeah. You can get off of a light sentence. Guy was a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and really, okay, can we go back to, so there was the, the fight of the, let's start. Oh, and the, the song. The song. <laughs> how do I live without you? I love how they use it. And right in the beginning, the, op- yeah. the opening three minutes, that song plays. Yeah. But we're introduced. Okay, wait, hold on. Before we get started, would you like to tell the listeners what this movie is about in a nutshell? Well, I think the the movie did it a hundred times. And so I think now that I've watched it I'm full, multiple times, I'm fully equipped to tell you exactly second to second what this movie's about. Man, um, uh so uh, uh, Nick Cage, as I like to call him, is um, old Nick. Old Nick. He's, go- he's the Ghost Rider. He uh, he's in the military. He gets on a plane, and some crazy shit happens. And he's a I guess he's a convict. I'm bad at explaining movies. You can, oh I'm a Tarantino. I got at explaining all the movies. details you're gonna need. <laughs> so Nick Cage gets on a plane, and something <laughs> happens. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what it was. Something though, yeah. <laughs> great, great explanation. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, uh, I talk a big game, but then when it comes down to saying stuff, I'm like, wait, my brain doesn't work. No, <laughs> it happens. It's pressure, man. Yeah. It's a microphone in front of you. You're like, uh, <laughs> uh. well, Nicholas Cage is a convict, goes to jail for manslaughter, yeah, and then quick. eventually. They decide to put him on a plane full of other of the most some some of the most dangerous convicts in the country. Um, transport from one point of the country to another. Yeah, which seems like the, that's a lot. I, why would they fly them? They don't. They're, it's the prisoners. They're not need to be anywhere. They're not catching a connection. You know what I mean? They can. Yeah. You could bust them. You know, like, that'd be less dangerous. Could, could have bust them. Could have waited until the sand. Like they would have known of the sandstorm where they were landing. Oh sure. They could have been like, listen, there's a sandstorm. Just spoilers. Just don't, <laughs> yeah, just just. Uh, oh, <laughs> just don't take these guys yet. Just sit on the yeah. tarmac for a while. All right, Wait cool. a day. They let, don't let need us... any. They don't have anywhere to go, man. No. And like, really, what are they worried about? The discomfort of these prisoners? Hey, man, don't make us wait in this bus. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, they, like they shouldn't care. Like, yeah, you're you're pieces of shit. You're gonna sit. We're gonna sit in this plane for a couple hours. For sure. There's a sandstorm over there. Can't you hear the song? Yeah. Anyway. I just I just love how like the plane thing you see it, it makes this it sets the tone that the security in this movie is gonna be top notch. Yeah. And then immediately you're like, wait, they've done so many things wrong. These guys are horrible employees. Yeah. You are all fired. That's our tax money going to well, not ours, but somebody's tax money going to work. So when when I was a kid, uh, and like you know, you learn about schoolyard fights and maybe get a couple scraps. Yeah. You never. I always believed you ne- could never use your palm to hit someone in the nose. No, that was like the Harry Potter spell that kills yeah. people. They immediately as you came into school, they were like, "You can't use that one, though." Crucio. Yeah. <laughs> Cruciatus curse. <laughs> you do it if you want to kill Potter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you could never palm strike someone like that because no, it would could. kill them. Yeah. And fuck. Man, Nicolas Cage did it in this, and he killed that guy in the yeah, fight. Yeah, it happened real quick. I was like, damn. Like, I remember seeing that going, man, you could never hit someone like that because you'll kill them. Yeah. Fucking movies. <laughs> yeah, dude. But well, it, especially like 90s action movies. They were like, you hold that stuff you hold? Well, it's real. <laughs> well, this guy, like the guy that he killed is a dick. Him and his friends both. Like, have you ever have you ever been in a bar and you see a girl that you like, and you're like, oh, she's kind of cute. And then her boyfriend, probably boyfriend, walks up, her husband yeah. maybe, and goes, well, maybe you haven't. You've been with your wife for nine years. <laughs> yeah, she probably haven't. <laughs> but just imagine. Put yourself in the shoes of someone else. Where and like they're like oh she got a boyfriend like, yeah. what really compels a person to be like fuck that piece of shit I'm gonna go over there and be a total dick to totally him. and if you see the movie it makes fun of him at the end for being a Vietnam vet but he's dressed in like old army clothes you're like what were you were you from if it wasn't Vietnam yeah dude? he's getting mad at him because he was like I didn't get to kill people because of you it's just a, we- a weird reason to get mad at someone especially because like the guy seemed like a real. American, like like he supported the fucking troops. Yeah, but he comes sure. up and just picks a fight with, and I would assume he probably knows. Like, okay, this guy's got some stripes on him. He he's probably top notch yeah. Navy SEAL type Ranger guy. Yeah. He's just like, fuck you, motherfucker, you piece of shit. I'm gonna wow. fuck your wife. And he's like, I like to dance with my wife. Yeah. So he's like, who's pregnant, by the way? Yeah. Again, not <laughs> spoiler in the first five minutes. If you're really, yeah. if you're just starting it, don't rewind. <laughs> But it just, it just seems like such a dick, like total dick move. Like we need yeah. the biggest piece of shit right at the start of this movie. Yeah. Like, well, man. I mean, and it's a movie of like a bunch of criminals, man. And then the yeah. biggest, the only like person that you leave uh, away thinking like that guy is awful from beginning to the end is the guy that dies in the first three minutes. <laughs> He's a piece of trash. Yeah. Yeah. So that did, it, it was, that was. It was an unbelievable conversation. Like most people would be like, "Ah, oh, man, all right, I'll leave you alone. Just want yeah. to come rat- rip you a little bit." <laughs> then they try to Jokes. kill him, and then he he's like, "They're like, hey, we're gonna come out and fuck you up." And she's like, "Let's just go home." He yeah, just got in the car and driven away. It would have been done. Yeah. Well, I mean, Roll the, the man broke that bottle in the in the very beginning of the fight scene. They weren't even fighting yet. He was like, "Hey," and he broke a bottle. So that guy wanted to get into something. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna stab someone tonight." Yeah. But a lot, like this fight, he he's a trained. Army ranger, like yeah. he's a fucking. They said he's a deadly weapon. He's a killing yeah. machine. How, I love how this fight starts. He gets circled, <laughs> and buddy just like comes up, rips all of his, his like <laughs> yeah. his fucking patches off. <laughs> they kick him in the back of the knee. He doesn't defend anything. No, like, I, I I assume that's what they loan. Like immediately, like if somebody attacks you, like he's a professional, yeah. shouldn't he know like he be to like be a, fine and then until somebody attacks him? You'd think the first guy that came up to rip it, he'd like grab his arm and snap yeah. it in half and fucking you know jab him in the throat. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have been able to touch him. Yeah, so. 
Hey man, it was Where raining. Is... Raining is fighting in the rain is hard, dude. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> a little more slippery. Yeah. It's hard to see. Yeah, stuff goes into stuff. I mean, what? Uh, <laughs> stuff crazy stuff happens. Even in the rain, right? Because yeah. in the rain, <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. Uh, all right. So he lets it beat the shit out of him, and then the old palm strike. We've talked about the judge not to being lenient at all. Like, oh, you're a fucking, you've served your country. Let's <laughs> give you a little bit of a break. Forever. <laughs> He's like, you are a deadly weapon. These guys were not pieces of shit. You're going to prison. <sighs> I mean, a judge, judge's job is hard, ain't it? I guess. All you got to do is, I guess, be a bad person for a long time and then be better. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what the Supreme Court tells me. <laughs> Just do whatever you want, then as long as you're a judge, it's fine. Do your time. Yeah. So uh, you you uh, brought up that the ex- uh, there was so much, <laughs> so much exposition in this movie. This movie oh was all exposition. God. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. Every every I wouldn't I would say, uh, like three minutes would go by before somebody was like, "Wait, this is what happened," or they'd make a joke about what's gonna happen, or like you get you you know the whole first you know bit of the movie after the fight scene is just him writing letters to his kid, telling yeah. him all the stuff that's gonna happen in the movie. Here's a letter at the first year. Yeah. Here's a letter at the second year. Yeah. Here's the third letter. Bet it's been a year. Watch me do upside down handstand push-ups for a minute. Oh, yeah. my God. There was definitely... His left leg was so fucking straight, there was definitely someone in the rafters just hauling him push, up on yeah. every push-up. And that arm woke Dude. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood's <sighs> a rough place. <laughs> we got to do that take again. He's yeah. like, motherfucker. Yeah. I hate you so much, Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> I am... Um, and in the in the in prison he he learns Spanish, and he owns origami, and like he's just doing all these crazy things. Never uses that in the movie though. He never he was like I bought this I bought this bunny for my daughter, but he didn't even like why didn't you put something together with origami man? Yeah, he could have done like some wicked origami shit for her, which yeah. would have been way more personal. If there's a thing of Spanish origami, it's crazy man, and he could have done that, but instead he just loaned Spanish. <laughs> I loved how he was because he's from Alabama in this yeah. movie. Uh-oh. I loved his his wall collage. Like you remember when you were younger and you used to like just tape shit to the walls. When I was younger, fuck. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> you still, are. Yeah. Wait, when my, you're like, oh, okay. That's no, that's still my life. If you walk into my den, it's just all posters. <laughs> posters tacked up, taped yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I love he's like four, like four by four, and four wheeling was on there. I, I yeah. can't remember what else was on there. But I was like, yeah, just Alabama roots, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that accent that he has is uh, strictly not really a Bam, Alabama, for sure. Have I ever... almost called it Bama. I just almost went into the accent, just like, I can do it too. I can't. Have you ever seen Fred Armisen's uh, stand up for drummers? Yeah, and he does it. The, yeah. accent, the accent bent? Or accent yeah. bent? Well, you, and you can name one and he'll just do it. He did that somewhere too. It was on, I, I think it was on. Um, Conan O'Brien or something. One of the oh, one of the like shows where he's like, "You do an accent for me." He's like, "Yes, if you go to go, go to like Germany and go here and things like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you go a little bit south of there, I'm like, wow, yeah, it's crazy." Okay, I love the uh, 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 Alabama, Alabama. <laughs> it's got, got, a, got a, bit, a bit of a bouncing, yeah. a, a baseball mitt, yeah, baseball <laughs> mitt. Yeah, that's exactly Bama, how it does. Alabama. It. That's good. <laughs> that's actually you did a good one too. That's just, I always love accents. I wish because like I'm a big like movie reference guy, which is why I wanted to be on this that's podcast. What my so brain is fucking for. That's uh, and so I was like, I was like, but if I could do accents, I could do so many more better impressions. Because if you say stuff uh, from movies without accents, you talk. <laughs> we talked about this earlier. It's like you just reference a movie, just normal and plain language. People are like, "What are you? Are you insane?" Yeah, you have to have the character voice on whatever you're referencing. For sure. Like you can't just reference. You reference Hans Molman earlier. <laughs> and today. then I couldn't like, do the accent. I was saying yeah. words, and that's not even that's not even close. I'm yeah. like, God, I'm butchering that. 
I want to learn. I want to get a really good Morgan Freeman, but it's fucking hard, man. Yeah, it's, I've I've been I've tried. I've tried lots. Like, just, <laughs> it's I'm what you do in your free time, just Jeff in the mirror, watching movies or trying to. <laughs> Just trying to talk like that's Morgan it. That sounds Freeman. like Andy Samberg doing. Yeah, that, that sounds like Freeman. someone else yeah. doing Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Doesn't work because I think it would just be great. Because I like I had a bit idea once for like uh, uh, like like a, or learn a David Attenborough because like B, like BBC yeah. documentary in a bar. Okay, yeah. Watch the douchebag with the button up shirt. Approach the girl no, with the low cut blouse. Yeah, that's very good for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Fucking clubs. I've I've been to a club and do you go clubbing? You ever been to a club? Me? No, yeah, I no. know it's it's I can't. Wait, you're fucking do fucking married. God. Yeah, man. You're so young no, and married. Wait, wait, you could go to clubs, being married. You do whatever That's you true. That's well, true. Well, I mean, but I just don't <laughs> like clubs. I don't like thumping me. I get headaches easily. I can't dance. Like I got a whole list of problems. I just end up getting drunk and being like, Ugh. You guys ever watch fucking Forensic Files? Oh, yeah. it's so good. The, but the only time I've ever been to a club is I'm out with a bunch of like construction workers. And they're all like folding. We get there, and one guy falls asleep at the table, and you're like, hey, we're hanging out, dancing, and drinking. He's like, just leave me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm That's good. the only time. <laughs> That's my experience at the club. <laughs> they're just, ah, they're just, they're too loud, man. I gotta be able to talk to people. I like having conversations. Yeah, man. That's why I like podcasting. Yeah, just, and just chatting. Yeah, that's why I was so excited because I was like, "Fuck!" I just you have to be in a room for an hour and a half, and I have a microphone. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. And there's no time limit. Okay, so they they transport these prisoners on this plane, the jailbird, the <laughs> which is just already sets a tone of stupid <laughs> comedy through the whole movie. We're gonna call it the jailbird. Isn't a jailbird somebody who leave like runs away from prison? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the, oh, why would you call it that? <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. We got a brand new plane. We're calling it the Escapee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. And the Never plane they're in is like a cargo plane. Like it looks like they just refitted it from something That's else and did. just put some cages in it. And you're like, well, this and is probably going to go bad. I don't understand why, and this is jumping ahead just a little bit, why they wouldn't have the controls. You got like staff. You have staff on that plane. Everyone's locked up to either their seats or in yeah. a cage. Yeah. Why don't you have the person with the controls in a fucking separate caged room? Like locked. Yeah. Isn't that because what a cockpit is? Can you just... I don't think you can just get into the cockpit, can you? I, I mean, it's the 90s. Mm. You can do whatever you want. You can smoke on planes. I have hard. Can you imagine that? Like, smoking in a car... Uh, smoking in your car is one thing. Imagine being on, like, an airplane and people just smoking cigarettes. Dude, I can't... Again, I told you, this is why this movie's my nightmare. I'm so afraid of uh, flying. And I was, like, uh, my one of my parents, my mom used to smoke. Uh, she's quit for a long time now, which is great, but she used Ooh. to smoke as a kid. And, like... Uh, oh, when I was a kid, not, she, she, she started, might have smoked. She started smoking. Little young, young, they get Give them out a there. In Brandon Manitoba, they started them young with yeah, the we, smokes. Do some weird shit there. Yeah. But uh, no, anyways, uh, she started smoking. But my, my dad, because uh, he found me with my first cigarette, because I used to sometimes steal them from my mom. And uh, he found my first cigarette, and he sat me down. And the the show we watched was. Oh. Uh, 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 on the Discovery Channel, it was called Mayday. You heard that? You heard of that show? Yes. Yeah, Mayday. It's just all about planes crashing. Yes. And that was like my dad. My dad watched How It's Made and How It's Destroyed Mayday. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all he did. And so, yeah. And uh, so he showed my dad showed me this uh, movie as well. That's why I wanted to watch it. But he um he showed me this uh, Mayday episode, and the whole thing was just a big non-smoking ad. 
of just like, hey, uh, uh, this plane fell apart because so many people smoked in it that it like rotted out the metal. And so since then, I was like, I can't fly, smoke, or do anything fun. I just have to stay in my dark room forever. <laughs> I've just been the scared world of is a terrifying place. <laughs> yeah, life is a spiraling abyss, my friend. <laughs> Dude, that's what, uh, people get. They watch the news so much. Like my, yeah, my yeah. I love my mom, but she like there was a point where remember when Hawaii the volcano was erupting? Yeah, and yeah, there's there's murders and shit all around the fucking world, all the time, yeah. kidnappings, whatever. But she was she was just watching CNN and MSNBC yeah. and just sending me like links to the volcano's been erupting for days now. People oh just my god, there's this plane crash and this happens. She's like, you can't travel anywhere right there's now. So I'm like, much stuff going. Like well, all that COVID stuff is just all the news. Just all fear. Okay. But not are this, you, this whole movie's never on the news. That's what I'm saying. There's no news clip at all. At all. Zero yeah. news clip. Nobody we gotta keep this it. quiet. Yeah. Wait, are you stocked up on toilet paper? Because I didn't know this was a fucking thing. Yeah. I ran out the other day. I went to Walmart on like a Tuesday. So you joined the message. You're no, like, no, I gotta no, go. No. Oh, you were just, just going out. I just bought one pack. I just needed toilet paper. I thought you were sprinting out of your door. Like, I, I gotta get toilet paper. I had no idea because I do I used to work in the news. Yeah. I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, yeah. I fucking hate the news. It's depressing. It just it's it's just if it bleeds, it leads, they say. Well, I don't scare watch, tactics. I don't watch shit. the news, but I have like Facebook and shit. Man. Yeah, it's and all constant. Even on Facebook, it's still people just, just filtering their yeah. opinions and their their stories they want to fucking share with people. Yeah. But I I ran out of toilet paper, so I was I didn't know this was going on. I walk into Walmart, I'm like, what the fuck? There's like four packs of toilet paper left. I'm thinking this is weird. I just grab a 24 pack, yeah. whatever. And I go home, and then like the next day, I see a story like, "Well, people are buying up toilet paper." Yeah. Like um, Peter Hudson up in uh, Nanaimo was saying that they sold thirty thousand yeah. dollars of the toilet yeah. paper in one fucking day at Costco. Yeah, that's wild. That's a lot of. I'm like, what? I would, is, yeah. What's the point? Like, why are you stocking up on toilet paper? Then again, that's from the Nanaimo. I live in Nanaimo. That's from the Nanaimo Costco. So that could just be a Tuesday, man. Sometimes <laughs> we just go. Sometimes we don't get paid for a while. It's been two months. You haven't got a full paycheck, and you're like, "Wait, I need toilet paper," and you go out the door. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I, you ever tried the Kirkland? I hate the Kirkland toilet paper. Like you can, you go to someone's house, and you're like, "Oh, this is that Costco toilet paper." Really? I don't like it. I've never gone to somebody's house and been like, this toilet paper. What? But here's, you, no. You got to judge people on their toilet paper. You got, is that the thing? Is well, that how I get better? My, if, okay, let's say you, you, I buy, you know, it's at least two ply, soft shit, not Charmin. Can you but get Purex. one ply places? Well, if you go to like a public toilet, like the Bay Center. <laughs> oh, they got and it. And you're like, you're like, oh, fuck, I got a shit. What's you that? have to wrap your hand up. So much, like you got to get a good 10, 12 layers on there for it to be equal to a yeah. to a two ply. It's like that office <laughs> that I office reference it. when uh, when Moe's is unraveling the <laughs> toilet paper so that it's cheaper, <laughs> and Dwight's just like roll them back up, and he just looks at him like I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> it's just splitting the ply. Yeah, you go into a tumult and you're like, oh no, I got to double up now. There's nothing, I get that. dude. There's nothing worse than not getting enough and going to wipe, and you're like, fuck, that hole ripped in there. God damn it! You know there's now poop on your finger. Well, luckily, Somewhere. luckily, uh, hashtag COVID nineteen. I <laughs> wash my hands. Singing, uh, you know, Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. Cry, so. cry, 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 cry me a river. Yep. Don't want to cry no more, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, it's a great song. I'm listening <laughs> to that after. I'm sorry, all right. Um, so I, now, okay, all right, this, go ahead. This movie, sorry, I just thought of this because. Uh, 
like my whole life is just trying to make references to things because I'm like, that's funny, right? I said something we heard before. Uh-huh. And so like I, I'm always trying to make references. What I love about this movie is that Conair is his its own like hype man. You know what I mean? It's his own. It's like he's he's a used car dealer for itself. He's just like, hey, look at this movie. This is what happened. And this is funny things from that you heard before when somebody said it again. <laughs> like that's the whole movie. It's all it's borderline slapstick action. Yeah. Yeah. It's just slapstick right action. razor's edge. I'm sorry. Can we look up a bunch of movies slapstick action? Because that must be this whole a, podcast. I don't even know if that's a genre. <laughs> it well, might be a genre. I'm going to be a great director of slapstick action. The newest genre in the movie realm, <laughs> slapstick action. Well, okay. Oh, man. You probably haven't seen it. One of my favorite. You ever watch spoof, spoof movies? Yeah. Like, you know, like scary movies. Scary oh, movies. for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. have you seen National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1? Yeah, I sure have. Fuck yeah. yeah. The movie's so good. It is, man. <laughs> when I used to smoke, every time I flicked a cigarette butt away, I'd, I'd just imagine it exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flicks it away. Yeah. Love when they're being tailed, and they're like, oh, shit, don't look. There's someone behind us, and there's two guys in the back seat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, we're going to try and lose them. All right, they're gone. Yeah. Kenny's, he is that, I mean, that whole thing. Like, some of the movies are bad. Some of the movies are good, like Lampoon stuff. But, um, but like, Kenny, just as a opposing Doug Kenny, is just so funny. Like, well, he was, I guess. Um, and so, it's for me, I'm just like, how can you not just absolutely love shit like that? Like, just making fun of stuff. It's my favorite. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Remember, um, like, Chris Evans had a, a pretty uh, interesting start to his career because he was the one of the main characters in Not Another Teen Movie, which okay. was like one of the last really good spoof movies. Okay. And it's Chris Evans just being like the 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 like you know the popular quarterback, yeah. right? Like he yeah. walks up to a photo of himself Fine and it's answer. like, oh my God, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Turns and he's like making the same face. I'm like yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. It's so good. But um yeah but they don't make good spoof movies anymore. I haven't seen one in a while anyway. I don't know, but I feel like good um, that's like that whole like anti-comedy thing of talking about like like a movie like the oh especially in movies is like the room or something like that where it's so good it's oh, bad you know what man. I mean I don't know if you've ever <laughs> seen the movie uh, Club Dread have you seen that one yes that movie I, I like classic. Broken Lizard I okay. like Broken yeah, Lizard I like Super Troopers yeah Super cool. Troopers Amazing. two was mainly just oh, well it, okay I watched it in theaters it was like it's what I expected okay it's a lot more focused on Farva. A lot. Oh, no. Farva gets a lot more stage time, and he's cracking a lot oh, more jokes. Okay, which I don't hate. Which I don't it, hate because I'm a I'm a fan of the movie, so I understand why. But at the same time, it's like, no, nah, I want to be. I want to see snozberries and maple syrup and do and three, doing, yeah. two, one, <laughs> do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like you the slide across the slide across the thing. He doesn't make it like shit. Like that's funny. Nice wax job, Rook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That movie still. Remember, okay, that, well, yeah, there was a bar in uh, Medicine Hat when I was living there that when you went there on like a Friday night, yeah. they'd have three TV screens behind the bar. Okay. And they always just played Super Troopers on a loop. Really? Yeah. On all three? All three TVs. So there's music pumping, there's like a DJ playing, but Super Troopers is always playing no on sound? a continuous loop. No sound. Wait, so on all three at the same time, hopefully same the same time. They were, they were synced up. Yeah, so why would, were, that would be insane yeah. if they did it as a no. round. They started what? each 15 minutes. Why do you do this to us? <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, it's for the people like us that forget what's going on halfway through a movie, and you can just tone one screen yes. to the left, and you're like, "Oh, I get it now." That was the scene before this. Yeah. This may okay, it's in chronological. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah, but it, it was it was the coolest thing. It was the neatest thing. That is pretty sweet. So we get introduced to all the murderers now. This okay. 
<sighs> I said this at one point. This is a really well, like Bruckheimer is great. Yeah, and yes, and there's a really well assembled, well edited, well shot film. It's it's great. Yeah. Like like the sequencing is phenomenal. So you the get- introduction to the to like the the three main bad guys. The way they do that is it's it's so cool. Yeah, you just they they're just literally like you get it. Well, you're supposed to understand what they did, and they did it. And I love it because those those the things that come up late like later in the movie, uh, again self referenced in that thing where you go like like Cyrus the virus, which is sounds Cyrus Grissom, <laughs> aka Cyrus the, the virus. virus. Which is, I feel like somebody wrote that on the script when they were like, what's a crazy guy's name? And they were like, Cyrus the Virus. And they were like, yeah, until we get something else. And then it, the movie started, and they're like, oh, it's, wait. It's the tentative nickname. Yeah. It went right yeah. the <laughs> It's the walking title for the fucking thing, for sure. <laughs> oh, like, so you get Billy Bedlam, Cyrus the Virus, and Diamond Dog. Nathan yeah. whatever. So then, yeah. like, you get those three, and then we, I'm like, I, I, I thought actually thought watching it this time. Go, I, I thought to myself, well, wait, how the hell do we know who all the other characters are? <laughs> I actually thought that. And I'm they, like, how do we get introduced to all the other characters? And you know what's insane <laughs> is, that, is that every time somebody meets somebody, they're just like, hey, this is me. Like when, uh, uh, But I, I also wanted to say that uh, uh, before we talk about uh, all the characters individually introducing themselves specifically, that um, uh, with, I feel like the plane also, as we go through the movie, we just keep they just keep adding people. Like when you see the screen, oh yeah, there's like there's like maybe ten comics, and then they're just like all oh, these people died and all these people died, and we got these off the plane, and there's still just a full plane of people. <laughs> and you just lower people, slowly. yeah. <laughs> Where do these people keep coming from? Yeah. The bathroom's just got a portal in it. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah, it's just such a crazy movie. It's so the same. Well, well, we've been talking for like a millennium. We're just like, uh, and you get introduced to the comics yeah. now. This is where we start. And uh, okay, so we meet the dickbag guard in charge. Yeah, and he's he's okay. They've just brought all of the worst of the worst uh, onto this plane, and the, we didn't see that guard giving those guys any flack. Those are the guys who want to be like, you murderous, yeah. eight, life saving, life sentence serving piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. But instead, here comes the guy that's on a. A accidental manslaughter charge. He's a he's a fucking vet. He's a ranger. Yeah. Give he's me a your daughter's father. Photo. He's like, yeah, yeah, you can't have any pictures, you piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Get on my plane. Don't exactly. get any sass. And then like this black buddy comes up. He goes, no do rag, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow, just drop the end bomb, you piece of shit. Yeah. You know you want to. And they were the ones that wanted to help him later too. He he he. Yeah. You don't see him talk shit about the bad people, and the good people gets on. He's like, "You suck." So the whole time you're like, "This guy's bad," <laughs> but yet, yet you like all the because they introduce all the comics like, "Hey, this guy did this. This awful, crazy thing." But he also like wrote a book, and it's like a New York Times bestseller. And and Cyrus they're talking to Denzel people. about the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like they introduce Cyrus, and they're like. They're like, he's got two PhDs. He really bettered himself. He's a great guy, uh, but he likes to tell people he's killed more people than cancer. And you're like, well, that seems like a uh, your, your PhDs. I don't know if they mean a lot if it's right after you've killed a bunch of people. It was, it was an online course. Yeah. Like, ah, you can just have a laptop and just figure your shit out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we get introduced to all them. Yeah, that guard's a dick. And then, yeah. uh, oh, in the meantime, uh, in all of this, we've been introduced to John Cusack's character. He's uh, a DEA agent, or he's a U.S. Marshal, working yeah. with the DEA. Yeah. And uh, they apparently don't, DEA and fucking U.S. Marshals don't like each other. So they're uh, planting a an agent on the plane to keep an yeah. eye on things, because apparently this is, it's like the first time they've done this. Apparently, they I seem it like it is. Seems like, like John Cusack's like, the, the, like the, he's real worried about the plane. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 
first this time I've maiden seen... voyage. <laughs> maiden voyage. And first time I've seen John Cusack, by the way, in like a what was supposed to be sexy cool goal. Because uh when they when they do this intro the soundtrack we're gonna talk about, but when they do the intro music for Cusack, it's like the opening to Lethal Weapon, like just like yeah, and then all of a sudden it comes up and he's wearing like this 90s suit and these insane two, sunglasses. Two sizes too big. Yeah. Thing is it looks like he's like a bow dad suit for this shoot. I hope that's cool. Yeah. Mine's at the cleaners. Yeah, you 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 uh you t- he tested on his tie like uh sideways, like you you test on a t-shirt, it's just like huge at the bottom. He looks like he's Supposed to be filming some 90s business movie. Looks like he's a 17-year-old with a fake ID trying to buy beer with his dad's suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how to tie ties. Yeah. It's the end of the work week, right? Yeah, but the music's like, this guy's a cool guy. Oh, the soundtrack in this movie was phenomenal. It was scored Sorry. amazingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so intense at, at points as well. Yeah. It's crazy. And not only intense, but like somebody, somebody got, you know, you always hear those things about like people making movies that you have like, uh, uh, they're like, this is what you didn't know. But when they made that movie or whatever, and you go like, you go Disney and there's like sex spilled out and Lion King, just wild ass shit like that. There's a dildo on the Aladdin castle. Yeah. But this guy was just like, you know, it'd be insane if we just did wild ass songs, the whole movie. (laughs) I can picture the guy hitting the synth at one point just going, (laughs) sounds so cool. (laughs) John Cusack, nice. Boom, boom. boom. Is that, I was always curious. Maybe you know this. I don't know why. You're not an expert uh, on this, I assume. Maybe you are. How dare you? Yeah, I I made a judgment call pretty quick. That's on me. You're probably right. But uh, but, uh, what do... Do they get to choose? Like, do uh, people score uh, movies like after they've seen them with no music? Because that seems psychopathic. Or do you like? Do they like listen to them? Or like? Oh, like? Or do they don't want to see the movie before they they do it? Do they do it to the script? Do you know? Like, I don't know. Like movie critics? Movie movie critics? No, no. I mean like movie composers. Oh, they they see it like they'll see the finished edited edited project. No would, music. I you would, ever watched I, a movie? I would think no so. Music? Yeah, because um, that'd be so weird. Yeah. But like someone like John Williams has done so many fucking musical scores for for film. Yeah. He can sit there like that. He's a, that kind of brain. He can watch it and go like, "Oh, I can hear this and him." Well, he can just envision it. I guess. I feel like the dude that wrote the uh, the Kanye music was just wildly guessing the whole time. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> this is <laughs> play. This now. Action! Action happens again. Action! Action again! Again! And, action! And now, what the fuck was? The, well, I should have looked. I should have looked her up. I want to look her up. The name of that country singer that sang that song is like, "Oh God, I have no." Trisha idea. Yearwood. Or Tanya something, <laughs> not Tanya Tucker maybe. Hold on, I was gonna, I was gonna talk into my phone. How do I live without you, country song? Siri or whatever your name is, Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, T N Rhymes. It's all, it's all like some dude just doing this crazy dark weird com- composing, but then it's like we got, we have license to use Leanne Rhymes song twice. Yeah. Well, hey, there's some, there's some heavy hitters in the licensing oh, yeah. department. They've also got yeah, the, uh, later on Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So we're introduced to all of our our villains, and we meet the good guys. And, and oh, but I feel like oh. this movie, everyone's a good guy. Cause like you yeah. love like I love uh, no, uh, no Dave Chappelle's character. Yeah, exactly. Or Johnny Twenty Three is kind of a piece of shit. Well, he but he's well he's meant to be though I guess. Yeah, well, I know, but it's not even hard to hate him. It's Danny Trejo. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> but um, is he? I don't know anything about Danny Trejo. <laughs> he's he's been in a lot of movies. I know. He was in uh, what's that Tarantino one that I always forget that he's in. 
Uh, it's a Tarantino uh, double uh, feature. Uh, I just want to know Planet this. Planet Terror? Planet Terror, that sounds right. Because it's death also proof. Death Proof. It's Death yeah. Proof and Planet Terror. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Those are <laughs> sweet movies. Um, okay, so the DEA is like, we're going to plant this guy on this plane. Yeah. And uh, no weapons. No guns, guys. Yeah. John Cusack's like, we don't <laughs> have guns. guns. Except- guns are just going to lead to problems. <laughs> And they're like, fine, I guess. But he also says, except a small yeah. arsenal in the belly of the plane. We had a small arsenal <laughs> in the belly of the plane and, and one, gun. one gun in a lockbox <laughs> in the cockpit with the two pussiest fucking pilots <laughs> I have the, ever met in my life. Just the skinniest, whitest dudes that are not ready for what's about to go They off. hear gunshots are like, oh, oh I'm and scared. The, and the pilot was like, go check it out. Like, yeah. later, which is insane. Like, no, just stay just stay here. Just, I feel just, like that's the pilot's job, not the co- Like The co-pilot should fly the plane where the pilot deals with emergencies. But that pilot was like, I don't want to do it, go. Yeah. You uh you probably need a shot. You just go. That was a dick bag fucking pilot. Yeah. Uh, uh anyway, again, we'll get no that out because again I wanted to bring up Dave Chappelle is in this oh, movie. He's so good. Amazing. He's one of my favorite characters. He's the best character in this movie by far. Oh, for sure. But uh, yes. So the D they're planting that DEA agent. They said no weapons. So they're bringing him on. Uh so now they put everybody on the plane. He's one of the last ones to go on. And uh, DEA guy's like, hold on, I'll search this guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And again, and then, we, we were we were made to believe the security was gonna be like top notch, but then top notch. they even went to, like into a line before they get on the plane. We both noticed it, but yet they were like, as he goes to plant, uh, oh, he's like patting down the guy, like, yeah. oh, I can't grabbing see his hair, running his hands through his yeah. hair. Like I thought he was gonna make out with him. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he wanted to. Yeah, that would have been a wild tone for that oh, movie. Like whoa, yeah. that's like the second take they did. But like. Gonna use that one. But this movie is pretty actually uh well, as much as it's bad, it's pretty uh all the criminals are pretty chill with all the other criminals. And I think that's cool. I think it's cool, but I, to me it's kind of surprising. I I think. I don't know. I've never spent time in jail or prison, but I would think if Wait, are you a criminal that hasn't spent time? Well, you should have just said you're not a criminal. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a criminal. <laughs> just edit that out. I'm not a criminal. <laughs> Looking for sponsors, not a criminal. Not a criminal. <laughs> Um, I I don't know. I would just think like if you're a bunch of crazy fucking serial killer, murders, rapists, whatever, yeah. you're not gonna want to be friends with each other. Never. Like it's gonna be some sort of like fuck you, I'm the alpha. Fuck you, I'm yeah. the alpha. And then they just kill each other. But weirdly enough, they were really high school musical ballad, just all in this yeah. together. Just like now, nah, well here we go. I think <laughs> like, in the extended version, they actually have a dance number. I know, of course they would. <laughs> we're <laughs> flying go. away. Yeah. yeah. Any movie that has Steve Buscemi in it, he insists as a contract logic. <laughs> That they have to have a, a dance number. This has to be a musical. <laughs> can't do a Buscemi impression. It's another another impression I can't do. I don't think Steve Buscemi can do it. Buscemi impression. <laughs> He's such a weird looking dude. Oh, I love him. Okay, so this dude plants a gun on his DEA agent, and we're both kind of laughing that it's so fucking blatantly obvious. Yeah. There's five other soldiers standing around, or five cops standing around them. And staring at him basically, yeah. watching him do this. No one's going like, um, hey, um, why did he do that? Did you find something in his shoe? Yeah. <laughs> was, like, no. was that gun on his sock the whole time? Did you pull it out? Oh yeah. shit, a gun, better put that back. <laughs> How did you get this? Woohoo. So that was a bit weird. Then we meet, <laughs> yeah, then we meet Johnny 23. Oh. oh my god. So this is I just I loved this. I loved how every time you met a character, he was like. Yeah, they call me this because I did that. So now you know who I am. Back to you, friend. <laughs> friend. 
This is like it's like a it's like a camp where you like 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 a day camp we went to as kids and they're like everybody say their name and one thing about them. They've been doing anger management in prison so long that they're like, my name's Johnny Twenty Three and I did this and Johnny Twenty Three and I rape. <laughs> Back to you. It's your turn. <laughs> Back to you, man. Um, what was fucking Chappelle's character's name? Uh, was it? I thought it was Pinball or something. Pinball. Like that. Pinball. Yes. I'm Pinball. And I'm <laughs> yeah. Armed robbery. Yeah. And I got caught. Yeah. I like doing this. Do this. I just got caught. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sucks. But like, I don't understand. Why would they transport like low risk, low danger prisoners with like the worst of the worst? Yeah. It doesn't seem like a logical choice to me. Like I, I'm gonna go back to the whole thing that they stuffed them all in a tuna can plane. So I feel like they weren't really thinking straight in the beginning. Like they were just like money's not, which is crazy because it seems like they did it the cheapest. They were like, we'll put everyone on one plane, like a family buying a Delta Airlines flight. But then they were just like, but we can still scramble the jets. Like someone that wrote the budget was like, listen, I budgeted for two planes, but we can cram them all on one yeah. and pocket the money for the other one. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Just sign here. Yeah. We're good to go. So Johnny twenty three. So much expo. <clears throat> oh, now it's breakout time. Oh, because here we go. <clears throat> Cyrus the virus calls over the stewardess. Stewardess, what's the in-flight meal today? Yeah. Oh, it's uh. It's not. They don't I'm, have stewardesses on the plane. Just by not. The way. <laughs> That's a, the, just a joke. This whole movie is just prisoners and guards making fun of each other, which I love. The burly guard tells him. Oh, it's I'm never going to make love to a woman on the beach again, followed yeah. up by no steak for me ever. Yeah. Mm, I'll have that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thanks. Gives him the most creepy <laughs> smile. Which I love this because uh, at first you're just like, oh, that was a funny kind of comedy part. But then uh, as soon as he does this, he starts doing some nefarious picking of his hand and starts, you start like, oh, and the music, you you don't really know what's going on. You're like, oh, this guy has a bad blister. But all of a sudden... Uh, and so then, I was giving you theme music. And then Pinfall, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle starts going uh, and starts like pulling a thing out of his mouth, and all the guys are going, "I'm like, what are you doing?" And his reaction—it's just a Dave Chappelle sketch. And he goes, "Shh," and it's insane. This is with the most innocent, like, "Come on, man, don't." Yeah, sort of, like, just don't. please, I need another hit. <laughs> well, he's sitting next to the native dude, and he's like, uh, "Like, sorry about this, chief." If you make it out, I you hope know. you don't hold any grudges. <laughs> Squirts. Okay. If some, if I'm sitting on a plane, some dude sitting next to me starts squirting some shit on me. And it's it smells. It would smell. Yeah. It's gasoline. Like, is what that, it is. This but is it's a, a fuel of some sort. Yeah. And he just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And he strikes the match. <laughs> like just just go. Yeah. Just blow it out. Yeah. It's, you you know there's gasoline on you like oh shit put two and two together kimosabi yeah. <laughs> and just blow it out yeah fuck there was like so many times in this movie that you were like if one little thing went wrong none of this would have happened if in reality that facepalm hadn't killed that guy yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't even be a movie yeah. it would be starring someone else <laughs> not nicolas cage well i think they would have still got cage to do it <laughs> who else who else could have played cameron poe 97. 97. When the movie came out. So Bruce Willis. Uh, I could have done it. I was two years old. I could have done go. it. Yeah. Introducing a baby <laughs> and John Malkovich <laughs> in <laughs> Connor. Yeah, baby on board. Yeah. It's the uh <laughs> it's like it's uh, uh 
weekend at Boney's, but he's just taking care of me as a baby. <laughs> I just picture a, a two-year-old just doing martial arts, beating <laughs> six guys up at once, yeah. face-palming some dude at a bar. You think he would He would have to jump when he fucking hide a face-palm somebody? The story it's not could, Captain Underpants. The story would have to be exactly the same it would have with to be. just a two-year-old in place For of Nicolas sure. Cage. Yeah. I think we could do that. We could film that, and they, there's no way they could come after us for copyright because that's insanity that that would be the same thing. <laughs> the guys, Bruckheimer's just like, this is fucking genius. Oh, my God. Fucking show Why on. didn't we think of this? <laughs> Start writing a sequel now. <laughs> Classic. Cameron Poe is a baby. <laughs> it's a prequel. That's how you make all the money these days, I feel like. How good was... Every bit of electric guitar in the soundtrack in this movie. It was phenomenal. It was just... Yeah. It was all Clapton-esque, like, like what the 90s was if they were doing the 70s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like wild-ass whiffs all the time. It was... I just imagine some old... Like, like he's on set all the time, or he's sitting there during the editing process. Yeah. It's some rocker dude. He's about 60. He's like, ooh, this scene needs this. <laughs> and he just... Boom, boom, boom. Just yeah. like just plays a little riff and they're like, wait, and then just this note. Wow. Classic. And he's like, no, give me my money. That's so, that was your job. Just just scoring the electric guitar in movies, action movies in the nineties. It'd be that's it'd just be, I assume just cocaine. I assume just <laughs> just cocaine and everywhere. electric guitar. Yeah. Here's your here's your equipment, sir. You're like <sighs> They, all right. <laughs> they all have three TVs in their office, but they're all playing Skyface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, and then what I love is he lights this guy on fire, and then he looks like he's on fire. Oh yeah, but he he's a fighter, obviously. But so they put him out, and then as they do this, they've somehow timed it perfectly, where everyone's out of their handcuffs, and he grabs the thing and he lets all the prisoners out at once. He takes the key from the guard because he's freaking out about the the fire, and he tones one key. Again, we were told the security was going to be so good. Top notch. But then he tones one key and all of the prisoners goes open except for one. <laughs> this, this movie, at one point, I think we were about an hour in, I was like, I just have to suspend my belief 100% and just enjoy it. Yeah. Because you start ripping it apart. You're like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense either. Makes any sense. Uh. Yeah. Come on. Which again is I think why I like it cuz as you watch it you're like, yeah, this they they somehow started slow and convince you by telling you every 5 minutes that this happened and it's going to happen that as you go through you get more and more insane ridiculous things and they're like, but guess what it happened and it's gonna happen. It's like when I quit smoking with a book. The repetition just gets in your head and you're like, yeah, that is that's totally right. Yeah. That's what this movie does. That's why they do it. For sure. So like we have to make these people believe. And also, I think they knew their audience. I think anybody that was like, we want country music and love, but also action. They were like, they're going to be having a beer or two, and they need to figure out what's going on every five minutes. Woo! Alabama! <laughs> Alabama! <laughs> you got to represent Alabama. Alabama. Exactly. That was their target audience, so I feel like they did a good job. Y'all got Coors Light in this bar? <laughs> you got good beer? Yeah. You got Budweiser on tap? Yeah. There was a couple things I saw in this movie that I was like, oh, I, that's a thing. They said the word pigs so oh, many times. So many times. It, was, it, was, it was almost like, we can't call them cops. Yeah. In the script, it's got to be pigs. No, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, pig. <laughs> well, like, like, yeah, they start, so they start flying, 
And the radio conversation in this movie is is top notch because you get maybe like two radio sequence themes, and you'd think the cops would try harder to like communicate with the plane or like air traffic control or somebody would be talking to him. But no, of course it's John Cusack, the one guy that's just around. He's like, "Give me the controls. It's my plane." He says it's my plane like eight hundred times in this movie. It's his plane though. Fair. I mean, I guess it is, and he's bad at naming planes. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'm not judging him at all. The jailbird. <laughs> But um, anyway, so he they get on this microphone, and um, uh, there's so many like the 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 quips in this movie, the self references in this movie. This the idea that they're always like anytime any convict says anything, it's supposed to be a joke. It's like it's supposed to be taken with a laugh. But you're like, I'm watching like an action movie, but then John Malkovich is just trying to make me laugh the whole time. You kind of end up with the laugh, like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, for sure. that, you're not like, ha ha ha. Yeah, you're I just kind of going, ha I didn't say the references were good at all. <laughs> I just said they committed to the bit of doing the references. Oh, it was, yeah, it was an interesting type of humor in this movie. Because it wasn't like, yeah, laugh out loud funny was like a. Mm. Was, it was all like dad action humor for sure. That's true. It was 97, man. Man, 90s, the 90s. Are you ever watched any Van Damme? Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. Oh, Bloodsport. It's classic. Bloodsport. That's the only Van Damme I've I said it like really? I was like, I was like, I know like, everything. Yeah, I know Bloodsport's who Van Damme is. Yeah. I've watched Bloodsport. That's it. He has, dude, you know, he has such a library of action films. It's not even funny. I assume like, he was just like uh, uh, not ethnically ambiguous Stallone. He's, friend, <laughs> he's a, French, a French actor who could not... Mask his French accent. His name's Jean Claude. Man, of course he can. He played Colonel Guile, <laughs> the American soldier <laughs> in the Street Fighter movie, yeah. which was a terrible idea to begin with. It he gives a speech where he's like, "Troopers, I just received new orders." He's like super French. He's like, "I'm Colonel Guile, and we're going. They want us to go home." I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" He's super French. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. He could never mask that. French he people has, can be American. He has, well, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I guess. But the guy in the in the Street Fighter game, whenever he talked, he wasn't French. So no, come on, come yeah, on. that's come fair. on. But who else <laughs> are you gonna? You've seen, you've played Street Fighter, obviously. Well, what I'm saying is, he look, of, does he not look exactly the fuck like kind him of, though? He kind of does. His hair was shorter, exactly. But it, to me, he, he was just a, he was not a good actor. Fair. He could only play himself. He couldn't play. He couldn't. Like, he, you can't actor. call. We watched a Nicolas Cage movie. You can't call it a different actor for only well, being able to play himself. Because that's Nick Cage. At least he could put on an <laughs> accent for the movie. You do, this is Cameron Poe. The same Arizona. The accent from Raising Arizona is just, but now it's Alabama. Chill the lemonade, tie yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Because this boy's coming home to his ladies. Like, at least he tried. At least he tries. Van Damme didn't try. He didn't try. Coming home forever. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, okay, I gotta pause. I really gotta pee. That pee felt so good. <laughs> okay, well, enough, enough about Van Damme. Gotta get back to that. It's back to Con Air. So, stuff. Yeah, so the DEA guy eventually escapes, or he gets unlocked because uh, now they've taken over the plane. Yeah, prisoners keep prisoners back. So again, we don't know why. Yeah. But okay. it happens. We've been told by this movie that that's what happens. This is what happened. <laughs> there was a scuffle. Some people got shot. Everybody got unlocked. And then the DEA agent was like, oh, and he took um, pinball hostage. And it was a poor choice of a human shield. 
Yeah, because to John Malkovich. Yeah, because immediately John Malkovich, is, who is very like open and like uh, talking about how he wants to, you know, he's taking control of the plane. He's being very nice to everybody. You need to adjust that up a little bit. Oh, yeah, just, just give that a uh, little. Yeah, steal a little spinny thing a spin, and then move just it. Just ruining equipment. It's okay. Everybody does it. No one understands. Yeah, it's fine. Anyways, John Malkovich is. Uh, uh, is like friends with everybody, but immediately if you cross, he holds grudges, obviously, just like I do. He's just like, no, I hate you immediately. We are enemies now. So he takes the uh, the, the female guard hostage and is like, I don't really care about uh, what uh, he says. Some he says some things. It's a he says something along the lines of like, you shouldn't have chose a Negro crack head or something. And he was like, yeah. come on, man, that's not nice. Yeah, that's a horrible Chappelle. I don't know what the fuck. That is. <laughs> no, that was. Uh, that was, <laughs> that was the, the damn was better. The first one, I don't it's know what it was. The first one was just, let's just forget about that. Yeah. We'll, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We won't. There's no post. <laughs> so they end up shooting. The DEA guy gets shot because he's an idiot. Yeah. And then we get one of what my loves of this movie is, is that you put the three people that are in the scene in the room. And then, in my opinion, just let them scream whatever they want to. Because I don't even know his name. Do you remember his that that the DE agent's name? The bat, like not the one that gets killed. There's a there's a high up DE agent who's just an asshole oh, holds up in a Corvette. Like I don't, Scotty from Star Trek. He he was Scotty in some Star Trek. I thought he was. He's a Scottish guy. I think yeah. he looks like he is. He's got John C. Wiley hair for sure. He does. He does. Thank you, me. I wrote that down. I thought of that. Don't touch my drumstick. <laughs> Anyways, he's an asshole, and they get into this yelling match just because you're like, you got to make John Cusack look like he can, because they already made him the sex figure, so you got to make him now look because no. he seems kind of not cool very quickly. My plane. He so you got to be like, oh, he's cool though. He can yell too. <laughs> yeah, he's not. They picked the wrong. Cusack wasn't the right casting choice for the I role, disagree I completely. Well, he was good, but he's just like, did you ever watch, um, fuck, what's that? High Fidelity? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where he's just like, he's the smooth talking yeah. fucking. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe she it's left bad. me. It's, 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 it's just him doing a monologue for an hour and a half, yeah. basically. I don't know. But I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I disagree. It doesn't mean I don't fully understand it. Maybe you're right. <laughs> but what my favorite, this is uh, one of my favorite. There's a couple, I have a couple favorite lines that I want to accent in this. And then one of them. You're going to say them in an accent too? No, <laughs> we've uh, already talked about this, Jeff. Uh, uh, no, uh, he says, uh, uh, what you, like, you better have a goddamn plan. <laughs> John Cusack says, we're walking on it. He's, uh, he says, <laughs> you better be walking on it. This is a situation that needs to get unfucked right now. Unfucked <laughs> right now. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's something that I say to my friends and my brother says to me every time. Like, it's just something we, I, I just love that line. It's such a good line. Unfucked. <laughs> like, when would you have to, in your real life, in your day to day life, when would you ever need to actually say that? Never. Never. I could, the only thing I could think of, landscaping, let's say I fuck something up and I'm like, okay. oh man, we gotta get this wall unfucked right now. Yeah, maybe this concrete hardens. Wouldn't like, you just say fixed? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now going to be thinking of. I'm hopefully going to drop unfucked at some point. Or it would be kind but of no, cool. it's going to be just all I'm saying for the next three days. What, what'd you do to the grass? I don't, I don't know. know. We're going to get her unfucked in like a week when it yeah. grows back. Um, this movie was great. Oh, I, I wrote down naked party freaks and old umbrella drink. Oh yeah. Okay, so okay, so we have a whole thing, and I I get yeah. so excited about this movie, and Jeff made fun of it me for not being able to explain it, but tell me I could talk about this movie for a year, and because we get to realizing that 
uh, the convicts are going to, they're not, like, we have to figure out where they're going. And we figure out that they're going to uh, uh, the exchange, the prisoner exchange in Carson City, which everyone's all upset about because why the fuck would they take this huge cargo plane down to the ground to just exchange the prisoners and like, off we go, you let us go now, right? It's risky. It's well, risky. It's, it's, I can understand uh, why, the, why the prisoners are like, man, what are you doing? But then uh, Malkovich explains it very clearly because yeah. he's a very well-spoken gentleman yeah. who's, according to his last psych evaluation, lost <laughs> his mind. Yeah, classic. <laughs> witty so, dialogue. Well, witty. I don't know. Mm, Witty's in. You're reaching. So it makes sense. Like, you got to keep on schedule, make it look like there's nothing wrong. I'm like, yeah. that's what you do. And yeah. they just were lucky enough for there to be a sandstorm. Yeah. Down well, ground. before on. this, we also, the sandstorm is something I want to talk about, but I, I wrote down this name because it was so wild, is we have so many prisoners on this plane that uh, Dave Chappelle's carrying on a clipboard and he's like, he's like listing off the names of the people that they need to switch the prisoners. Yeah. Six City. on, six off, 10 on. Yeah. Yeah. Those um, numbers. And so they have to find the six people to get rid of and get, you know, you know, they're going to get 10. But when he reads the names, he's like, this is this person, this is this person, this is this person. I know them. And then he's like, but then there's these three people. And he says two names that are normal. And then he goes, and Popovich, Popovich. which is such a classic. Like, that seemed like a Dave Chappelle thing of just like, he's like, oh, can I say the word Popovich? <laughs> it's like just such an insane name. And then they end up all being dead is the, is the thing. So we never get to know who Popovich is, what he did wrong, nothing. Popovich. The amount of exposition in this movie. What do you think Popovich did? Yeah, I, oh, man. Popovich. He was a child molester. What? Yeah. <laughs> man, no. Nah, this is the worst of the worst. Pla- no, wait. Hold on. He wasn't in a in a cage. So. Popovich, he's got what? Like, what kind of name is that? Popovich. Popovich is a, it's a Jewish name. It's got to be a Jewish name. Yeah. So it's, it's some, he's like a, he's like a tax evasion guy. He's mm, a counter. I was thinking embezzlement, but it, it, it uh, maybe he wouldn't be on, well, he might be on that plane, I guess. Cause, Can't, well, I cause, guess. Because we never find out what Bubba Gump did. No, never. Never. He asked that off the bat. Like, do we ever know what this guy does? No. We didn't no. know what, what was he in jail for. I've seen this movie so many times that I got to get, to, get, uh, to go through the roller coaster of figuring out. What? <laughs> by, by, by the way, you call him Bubba Gump. That's not his name. <laughs> but well, I, I know it's that. Baby O, and I think it's hilarious baby-o, that you call him. Well, I just, the only th- other thing I can think of that he was in was yeah. Forrest Gump. No, 100%. You're not wrong. Bald shrimp, fried shrimp, <laughs> baked shrimp, shrimp kebabs, brush on the floor. He had a good year. <laughs> when did Gump come out? It must have been around the same time. 2000, I think. Yeah, so well, that's all the Maybe? same time to me. Hang on. Well, it's, it's around there. It's in your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> My youngin, back when I was a youth. Back when I was a youngin. <laughs> yeah. What the hell am I looking up? Oh, yeah. But, um, anyways, uh, wait, good, I little. forgot what I was saying. We were talking about uh, 94, Force Gump came out. Wow. Yeah, okay. It was three years before this movie. So, Baby O is, uh, he's diabetic alone, uh, offhandedly, but you never know what he did. And he's, you know, he's dying because of his insulin thing. <laughs> But I got to see Jeff go through the ride of like, I haven't seen this movie since like 98 or 97 when it came out. Just to go through the roller coaster of if he dies or not, me knowing the whole time. And it was one of my favorite things about watching this movie. If you need to watch Connie again ever, just get Jeff to watch it with you. because it's Oh, a- my God. I couldn't like, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, he lives. 
And then, no, oh, fuck, baby, he'll dies. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, baby, he'll lives. Yeah. And then, no, no, sh- oh, no, he dies. Everyone's sweaty in that movie, too. Everybody in this whole movie is sweaty. And what? he's the, somehow sweatier. And they're like, that's the only thing that the insulin does. He can't move and he's sweaty. But everyone else is kind of sweaty, too. So My blood sugar's low. I can't stop sweating. <laughs> well, maybe that's a thing. I'm not a doctor. Don't. <laughs> well, I don't think there was AC on that plane. It looked like it's a giant flying, like you said, tuna can. And then again, I'm not even sure that plane had like windows that weren't just open. Were there even windows? It seemed like an open window type plane. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 yeah. What? I can't hear you. Hey, wait. We figured it out how fast they were going. They're flying and... at a thousand feet. <laughs> the whole movie was so low and so slow. You could almost drive some cars higher yeah. and faster than they were going in that movie. Like two. They're like we're doing two twenty miles an hour yeah. at a thousand feet. Like they're flying yeah. by hills. Yeah. Well, but they're flying in the fucking Grand Canyon. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. So we land in Carson City. We do. Oh, wait. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we figure out without any warning, there's suddenly a huge sandstorm. Yeah. How fortuitous. Yeah. Of a, and so it's this prisoner exchange and the guards are everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> and we get introduced and I wrote this down to Garland Green, Garland who Green. T- to me is, is he's Steve Buscemi. Um, to me, Steve Buscemi. It's he's, like, no, he's Steve Buscemi. He Steve Buscemi. Me and Steve, go way back. We do not. So, no, no, Steve. <laughs> um, anyways, so it's Steve Buscemi, but I thought of this. If you've ever seen the movie, they they go in, and he's in this back of this truck, and he's on a chair, and he's all strapped in. He's got the mask on, and they, they connect these big, like, five-foot poles, like a Grinch scenario of just, like, eight uh, guards carrying him by these hoses and I'm like if you and he's walking he gets up and he walks and I was like if he got out of that like they all have and the poles didn't disconnect he could spin around and be the most mean super villain of all time he'd be like an octopus but with uh, like hammer hands instead of uh, like weird tentacles just He'd be Doc Ock. Five I want to see long st- poles spinning yeah. around in a violent circle. Yeah. I want to see Steve Buscemi be a half-weight homeless Doc Ock is what I want to see. That's oh, a whole hey, movie. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. How do you do a Buscemi impression? I, I, I think I've said this. Steve <laughs> Buscemi can't do a Steve Buscemi accent. No, either. you can't impersonate Buscemi. No. Hey, guys. Oh. Uh, Why all of a sudden you sound like that weird guy from next door when you're growing up? <laughs> Well, hey, neighbor. <laughs> really killing them today, boys. <laughs> so, yeah, they land in Carson City, and Cyrus is the is the one to go out dressed as the, the, the one guard that comes off this plane. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that should be fishy right there. One guard comes out. Where's the rest of and you? And again, apparently there's no news like we talked about. There's no, no. news in this place because apparently they these people that are, again, what it seems like the first time they're ever doing a prison tra- prisoner transfer, you think you'd know the people on the plane. And this guy gets off and un like takes off his mask. And talks to the guy, yeah. just like, you won't know me, and then keeps his mask off in a sandstorm. You're like, dude, you're gonna get caught. Just staring at stuff. Mm, it's <laughs> over there. Yeah. Like this is the this like, yeah, like you said, there's no news coverage. Here in Victoria, about nine years ago, we had coverage, full coverage on the transport of the Uvic rabbits <laughs> to a fucking <laughs> island. <laughs> like, why is this news? They're not on. Those rabbits aren't on that island. They're all dead for well, dude, sure. We had a homeless problem, a really bad, like we still do, a really bad Pandora Street homeless yeah. problem. And I'm yeah. like, just fucking take the rabbits, <laughs> cook them, feed them to the homeless, turn the rabbit skins into clothes. No, we got a better idea. We're going to take all the rabbits, 
from the island we put them on and and take them to a different island and put all the homeless on the rabbit island. Well, you don't want to have them on the same. I guess see, you I, could, also, I also thought put them on the same island and let nature sort. No, because then you said the whole eating the rabbits thing, and I was like, man, I you got to move the rabbits. <laughs> Just getting ripped apart by homeless people uh, eating raw. Ugh, it'd be terrifying. That idea that I said to, to to take the rabbits somewhere else is exactly why the government never spends money the right way. <laughs> it's because those dumb people like me being like, let's move the rabbits, move the homeless people onto islands. More taxpayer money going to the transportation of the rabbits to a new island with a better view. Yeah, man. They deserve rights, too. Fuck these rabbits. <laughs> I love how they had to use two keys like a nuclear launch pad yeah. to unlock Garland Green because he's like, he's 150 pounds. Yeah. The uh, the other five prisoners get unlocked one key tone. Garland Green, yeah. two keys at the same time. And you don't hear anybody go, three Two, one. So are those two guys just kind of looking at each other going, hey, guys, hey, they're, uh, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. We've unlocked them before. But, don't worry, kid. Besides the fact that they don't know the criminals they're transporting, they're completely inept at keeping the criminals contained, at least they're professional in their ketoning abilities, and I respect that in a person. I guess I would think if I, if that was my job of transporting violent criminals from one spot to another, I'd be going, okay, who are we transporting today? Yeah. Let's see some photos. So when... Cyrus, you think that would be mandatory? Yeah, like, memorize these faces, fellas, because they're going to be on these planes. If something goes wrong, we got to know who they are. Cyrus Christian comes out and goes, man, so <laughs> sandy out here. And they're like, yeah, totally right. Yeah. And Idiots. Then, like we said, they they circle the plane. I think I mentioned that. And so there's guards all the way around the plane, and Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. squeezes through yeah. the, the, uh, uh, the bottom of the plane and just runs out and gets into a hangar, and he just picks up a lunchbox. And, he, and like... But he picks up the lunchbox after he left. So you think that guy decided that the the main prison guard, one of the oh, not the main prison guard, one of the prison guards who was just walking by was like, "Hey guys, this is a good time to go get lunch." Join the yeah. prisoner exchange. It's like just going to get my lunch. <laughs> Squad A, let's go. You yeah. five, come with me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, that seemed a little ridiculous because oh. in a sandstorm. And why? <clears throat> This is when logic comes in. They're already in the in the air. Why wouldn't they just go, hey guys, we got a sandstorm down here. Yeah. Just turn around, land till it's gone. Yeah. They're they've only been flying for like 30 minutes. Yeah. It's this se- whole movie seems- this timeline is whack in this yeah. movie. But here's the thing is that the reason I forgot this, one of my favorite things is the reason why Pinball leaves the plane and, and goes and gets past all the guards. Is because what they've done is they've got um the the pilot off the plane. Um uh, in that prisoner exchange, and then he—they've got this crazy hillbilly dude. Obviously, that was what they were going for, flying the plane as a pilot, which is like even as a criminal, I would not trust. But he just—they're like, how are we gonna to not know? How, they're gonna not know where we are. We're on a plane. They gotta track that stuff. And the guy's like, do they? And then he pulls up the <laughs> transponder. He's like, if we get rid of this one device, they can never know. <laughs> and then Pinball's like, yeah, and he gets off the plane with it, and he's like, I'll go hide it in this other plane. <laughs> Oh my God! That what, did, what was the name of the pilot? Do you remember? God no! I didn't catch it. Hillbilly one in Ew. the credits was shot. <laughs> well, but I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention when we saw the credits. Well, the credits they started you... with the the evil guy in the movie. Technically, like the first half of the movie's bad guy is the first in the credits. Hey Bruckheimer, how do you want to organize these credits? Just do it random. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not important. Just flip around a Rolodex enough times that they Stunt man places. number one, thumbs up. <laughs> Stunt man number five, hey. <laughs> I'm jumping way ahead. I'm sorry. So 
they uh, they get out, they get these prisoners off. They get the new ones on. Nicholas Cage plants because apparently the DEA agent had a tape recorder and not just a little like micro USB style recorder. No, this looks like a, uh, a metal tin you take a sandwich in. It looked like a Walkman. Like yeah. that's before your time. It looked like a Walkman though, like a full on cassette yeah, I grew up recorder. Cold. I know what a Walkman is. Okay, all right, good. We're on the same page. But it was a reel to reel tape recorder. For sure. Full on reels, like a three yeah. inch. It's like the thing was fucking huge. And so they've got away with it at this point. Nobody knows that the plane is going haywire. Yeah. So, which they, is insane, by it, the way. <laughs> yeah, somebody would know, you'd think. But we've already talked about this stupidity of the security <laughs> team. They're, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So they, they're they driving away, and the they've taped all the mouths of these prisoners that they're sending off, these innocent people. Yeah. They're like, oh, we don't want them screaming. So the one guy's, yeah. and the guard on the bus is like, shut the fuck up. He's like, he's like, oh, you're gonna be sorry, and he hits him, punches. How? I think he punched that tape recorder. Yeah, he wouldn't know. <laughs> he just smokes the guy in the gut, and then and tones like, around like nothing happened, and walked yeah. away. I don't know if you've ever punched anything harder than flesh. And as the as as he does this, the tape recorder falls out, and then it goes into slow motion. You hear, dun, 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 dun. and then it slowly rolls. The tape recorder breaks perfectly, so the plastic rolls slowly out. Dun, 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 dun. And hits lightly taps the guy on the back of the heel, and he goes, "What? I think we got a problem here." And when it hits him, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like as, the if the, was... as if the reel was still playing. <laughs> like, why? Classic. Fuck. Yeah. We got a problem. <laughs> so this is where the DEA is uh, alerted to what's happening at car. Oh wait, no, 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 because they're they've been going through. They're doing the final check on uh, Cyrus Grissom's cell. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the guards are like, what's this stuff? And they start <laughs> poking insane. at the wall, and they rip open the wall, and they're like, oh, Classic shit. prison thing. Yeah. Apparently, I, like, apparently prisoners pick at the wall all the time, and well, nobody notices. I'm just interested. My, my thought was like, man, how long has he been there, and how who is helping him bring like mortar in there with cement and water so he could fix, like patch that fucking wall? Yeah. Because obviously, he put the stuff in there, and he yeah. patched it up. He built a fucking bomb and I put it in a lunch can. Yeah, I assume nobody checked. From what I've seen of 90s movies, Prison is a lawless Mad Max area of of well, of hardened criminals and insane plots. Some of the dumbest people getting caught for some of the dumbest crimes, but yet they are insanely smart. All of every single one of them, apparently. Yeah, like this is this took masonry experience. It yeah. looked like the existing wall. Yeah, who fucking did that for him, or who supplied him with that stuff? Yeah. Because I do masonry work right now, and I'm like, mm, I know there's a lot, a lot of work that goes into this. You got to get the water content right. So I'd be like, here's a liter of yeah, water. I already some, some I got some fine. ideas. <clears throat> All you got to do is make a cake that's shaped like this. a brick, the exact size of that brick. And apparently, again, 90s movies, every cake that gets into prison, they don't check at all. They're like, it's your birthday. You get one cake. It's a full desert eagle buried <laughs> in a cake. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fine. This, this cake's really heavy, yeah. though. What is this, like a 6.2 six pound cake? Yeah. Weird. Imagine the guards are just like poking at the wall. What's this? And all of a sudden, icing starts. I'm like, mm. oh my god! <laughs> yeah, oh my god! It's a cake in the wall. Oh my god! It's cake wall. Yeah. Guys, get in here. <laughs> well, you tell and you're telling me that if you're in a prison and the guards are that mean to you all the time, as I've again been told by movies, that they're yeah. not gonna just take your cake. Yeah, give us that wall cake. <laughs> this, why does this cake look like a piece of the wall in your cell? <laughs> 
don't worry about it. We're celebrating. I'm getting transferred from this cell to another cell. And I love how you brought up the like, how did he get all the stuff to make that wall again? Yeah. Because when the when the guard reaches down to like pick it up, he goes, "This looks like cocaine." And you're like, "How would he get cocaine?" And then I was like, "How did he get building materials?" Yeah. Like you just said, how I was did like, he "What get mortar and fucking <laughs> cement and goddamn it, yeah. and trowels." <laughs> Cakes full of trowels. This guy gets a lot of cakes during the week. Yeah. So I made a note here that 50 minutes in, this is where we kind of noticed, man, they are explaining everything. everything. Like everything has been explained. No, they've re-explained. So Nicholas Cage at this point, yeah. 50 minutes in, is re-explaining yeah. to his buddy who's now in a diabetic, close to a diabetic coma. So he hasn't been involved. Baby O has been is essentially Bubba dead. Gump. Bubba Gump is sorry. Uh uh, so Foles Gump is explaining to Bubba, I guess, <laughs> uh, about uh, what's going on. And he literally just explains the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Like the whole gut exchange, what happened, and like as and then so they get out of they get out of there. The 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 plane's taking off, but we realize pinball is gone to go get that other, to uh, put down the transponder. He's macking on that airport chick right now. Exactly. And so he starts running, and this leads to one of my favorite callbacks. Again, these Dave Chappelle scenes in this movie are literally like mini Dave Chappelle sketches. Not as funny, obviously, but he's running along the side of the plane and he gets up to one of the windows, which would be an insane thing to do. And he looks into the window. so fast. Dude, and he looks into the window to be like, hey, well, I mean, we've talked about the plane speed. But he looks at he looks in the window and goes, hey, man, and it's the dude he lit on fire <laughs> sitting there and he just goes, and Dave Chappelle just finger him as he's like, slows, can't run with the plane anymore. It's like, that's such a funny concept. Just such a bad action movie, just to be like, wait, but this is hilarious. Oh, especially because he trips and falls. Yeah. But somehow gets to the landing gear and halfway into the landing gear and gets crushed. Yeah, he gets sucked up. Dave Chappelle dies in this movie. <laughs> Which is so sad. He was, he was a great comedic part of the first he was. hour of this movie. He was. But now we get to, um, they figure out, now nah, we're doing 220 miles an hour. We're supposed to be doing 220 miles an hour. Yeah. We're only doing 205. We're, we're dragging. Like something's wrong with the landing gear, and then they send Poe down to yeah. check out the landing gear with Diamond Dog. Yeah, um, and they get down there, and they find all the weapons, which are in the belly of the plane. Yep, which is already like, hey, maybe don't get worried about that one DA pistol when you've got an, a small arsenal. Exact quote. Well, I had said jokingly, I'm like, oh, we got some grenade launchers, yeah. some RPGs, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. assumed that I knew. That was coming up. Yeah. And we get later. I'm like, oh, they did have grenade launchers. Like I thought you knew that. I'm like, I did not. I was just <laughs> no. just throwing that out there. The whole time we were watching the movie, we will, I would like me and Jeff would trade the next like if we would say oh, a God. line and then it would happen two seconds later. And I felt like we did it the whole movie. Just we were like, this is the next line, and I'm then they'd say it. I'm glad you do the same thing because like there's some people that are just like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, no, I, no, I, I can't. Not I know this movie and I need you to know that. That was the first thing I asked you when I you said like when I well I kind of told you I was doing. The podcast, but when you said I could do it, I was like, "Hey, um, do we watch the movie at the same time?" Because I didn't think I'd be able to talk about a movie so long. But then you're like, "You could pick the movie," and I was like, "I know the movie I can talk about." <laughs> Tie a ribbon round the old oak tree because <laughs> this, this guy's coming home to his ladies forever. Coming home forever. That was my <laughs> response to you. <laughs> Thank you, Poe. Yeah. You've served as what does he say? You You've proved so a great. useful mammal. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so now we are. So he's they're Pinball's in the belly. Dead, of the, they're in the belly of the plane, the of the trying plane. to get the the the, the uh, landing gear up because Chappelle is stuck in and, it. And you see what again is such an unneeded um, scene is what happens is 
Dave Chappelle's there and he's caught up in the landing gear, but they didn't do it like so that like you just saw like the side of him or something like that. You just see Dave Chappelle ashen looking, splayed out, halfway getting sucked in by the thing. It's such a like for a movie that's like not that like you. I guess you see some people die like gunshots and stuff like that, but you never really just see a dead person. Like, just sprawled out on the bottom of the plane. Yeah, you see a dude with his head shot, but he has a bag on yeah. his head. Yeah. And then that, in his face in a grimace, just pale yeah. grimace, just. Yeah. yeah, very obviously, like, like not a doll, but like Dave Chappelle had to lay there and make that face for a minute. So, um, Nick, yeah, so Nick Cage writes, because of course, buddy, Chappelle's wearing a white shirt, and he huh. somehow just finds a Sharpie right there. Yeah. And writes a letter to uh, Larkin. Larkin, John Cusack. Yes, John Cusack. Larkin's first name, we don't even know. He's just Larkin. Larkin Cusack. Yeah. So he writes him a letter, and Diamond Dog's like, Yeah, Billy. Gotcha. (laughs) Hurry up, man. Yeah, he's just, just, again, the whole movie is just people making fun of each other. He's holding the gun. He's, gotcha, man. Hurry Hurry up, up, man. man. And then, and so he, next he shoves uh, Nick Cage, Cameron Poe shoves Pinball's body through the wheels. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. Because it's that. hilarious. But then again, like we've talked about, the soundtrack is phenomenal because the dude making this movie knew exactly what he was doing. Because as Dave Chappelle's body is falling through the air, you get a cut to like, like happy classical music going on and then just an old couple driving and 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 this guy's complaining about how he always both always shit on his car and i'm like and you get the feeling that you're like you know exactly what's gonna happen but then just in the middle of this like action uh like crime like just crazy movie you get this classical music and then a body falling on the sky and just a huge car accident scene and then it cuts immediately just away back into the plane like it was just like just a quick five minutes to show you dave Chappelle's body flying through the air they follow him like the whole yeah. way down yeah. that grimace face just like yeah. wow okay <laughs> yeah you get to watch it. it for another yeah. 30 seconds awesome yeah, yeah. my one of my weird. favorite scenes in the movie it's so good now we get introduced to we have to meet Garland Green, yeah. and he starts getting all these little fucking like monologues. That's all he does is this, these weird yeah. short monologues, medium like monologues. Yeah. Doesn't really doesn't really converse with anyone. He's never uh, Steve Buscemi's whole goal in this movie is to sit and say wackadoo shit. Like that's all he does. He just sits and says insane things. But they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. I did a lot of like monologues and like acting in in uh, uh, in high school and, and some college stuff. Like before I started stand up, because I was like, "Give me a microphone." Um, and I did monologues and like um, I went to my acting teacher and I was like, "You have to let me do like this monologue, this monologue, and this monologue," because we had to do a certain amount, like over a certain time periods uh, or like time amounts, I guess. Uh, and. Uh, I wanted to do one of one of Steve Buscemi's monologues in this movie, but it was too short. Oh yeah, yeah. Because most of them, I think the longest one he yeah. gets is like maybe twenty seconds. Yeah, it's just a couple lines, but it's it's insane. You can see why he's an insane criminal. Define irony. <laughs> Bunch of idiots <laughs> dancing to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. <laughs> the smile he gives after that line kills me. He's so good in this movie. Oh uh, fuck! Again, see, we uh, Jeff asked me to find a movie that was. Oh, he didn't. You didn't really. You said I can find whatever movie I want, but I came in with the idea that it had to be bad, and so I was like, I'm gonna pick the funniest bad movie I can find. This was a great choice, an absolute great choice. So now we get 
we're at the point where uh, Billy Bedlam is starting to get suspicious of of Nicolas Cage and is yeah. like, I heard you were at this place. Yeah. But I never, I don't know you. He's uh, like, oh, I, there was 160 cats on D block. Yeah, I didn't want no one, but 159 of them. You think Billy Bedlam knew how many fucking cats there were? On you know, how many D-block? cats were on D block, bro? <laughs> or North block? You were, I was on North block. Yeah, North block. I don't know you. Yeah, and then immediately he's like, he was like, this many, and the guy was like, math, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, you've outsmarted uh-huh. me by knowing more. So we got Diamond Dog down in the belly of the plane still, just hanging out, I guess, going through people's shit. Yeah. Comes up wearing a pair of fucking the douchiest white sunglasses, like Kelowna bro fucking things I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we got some personal stuff down in the belly. <laughs> and Nick Cage is watching Billy, and he's like, ah, shit, Billy's going to go down and sift through my stuff. Because yeah. apparently they label all their boxes. Oh, no, they got to bring their own boxes. That's right. Yeah, they did. With their own and his has the happy face on happy it. So he's face. like, oh, better look for the one with the happy face. Yeah. Probably that guy upstairs that I don't trust. Yeah, for sure. So he's like, oh, I knew you was a punk. You've been playing us. Put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back in the box. I said, put the bunny. Why didn't you just put the bunny (laughs) back in the box? Because he like, they fight. And he kicks a pipe. And it just bolts out into a like a projectile, straight edge, sharpest thing ever. And I'm like, planes aren't like that. You can't just go around hitting the walls of planes yeah. and pipes. Oh, are pipe broke. Out. Pipe broke. Yeah. This is a shitty fucking plane. I'd be terrified to be on that plane. Yeah. So like, Billy Bellum dies. He does. He gets he gets dead. Uh, uh, which you would assume would make Nick Cage go back to prison, but there's no consequences for a hero. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. No. Then he didn't go back to prison. No, he's no, a good not. guy, man. He just he's got a daughter and a wife. You're like, nah, I just wanted to see round two of Con Air. Con Air two. Well, we already talked about this earlier. Yeah. It's a two-year-old baby. Yeah. Well, it should have been I what we should have said is speed, like the movie speed from the bus to like a boat, like the Simpsons weapons. It should be instead, instead of a plane, he's on a boat for sure. <laughs> the prison boat. That'd be the safest way to take him. This thing can handle the biggest storms you've ever seen, <laughs> but not the perfect storm. Con yacht coming in April seventeenth, twenty twenty one. This is my yacht. <laughs> this is this is my yacht. <laughs> no guns on my yacht. We have a small arsenal in the bow. So and what? <laughs> and a gun taped to the steering wheel. So we get to the point where I don't know what we're talking about. We get to the point where we got to Lerner Airfield. They're yeah. heading towards Lerner Airfield. Middle of nowhere Cause, oh, to refuel the plane. They ended up, okay, so they took off. And as they took off, uh, Larkin is in the cell with yeah. a little cutout picture of the Last Supper, somehow deciphering this code of yeah. like, meet at Carson City. <laughs> You're like, he knows they're going to Carson City. He's like, meet, 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 meet cars, <laughs> meet cars, going to Carson meet, City. meet, meet cars in, <laughs> meet cars on, meet, meet cars, cars on, on city streets. <laughs> I want a cop on every street in the city. Yeah. Look for a plane. So, so stupid. Yeah. But anyways, but they, they, uh, they go to, uh, Lono Airfield and they land in this middle of nowhere. They got to get gas. But, uh, what happens is one of my favorite throwaway scenes, uh, cause this movie has some insane throwaway scenes. There's oh, one yeah. where, uh, Diamond Dog, uh, Vig Grimes. Is it Vig Grimes? V- uh, yes. V- Ving Rames. Vims Rames. Ving Rames. <laughs> I just remember him from that movie, Baby Boy. Remember that? Have you seen that scene, Baby Boy? No. It's probably, it was like, would have been before my time. Before your time. Never mind then. Continue. Okay. So, uh, um, well, shit. Oh, Sorry, you see I just him derailed you. There's so many throwaway scenes in this movie that I love so much that are just there for comedic effect. Like one time, uh, uh, Ving Rhymes 
uh, is getting tasered when they're trying to break out of the plane the break out of the plane the first time, and he's getting tasered, and you just get a three second shot of him going <laughs> like getting shocked, and then another one is so um, another throwaway scene is that. They're landing in Lone Airfield, and as they're coming down, there's a guy going the other way on the runway. Oh, like, yes. Again, one of my worst nightmares. And so they crash, and they've got to dig the plane out of the thing. And then another throwaway scene that happens is, is, is they're all trying to pull it out with big ropes and stuff, and you just get a three-second shot of him whipping <laughs> the other things, and you're like, that's an insane thing to just throw in there. It was... Pointless. No, Put yeah. the whip down and help you, yeah. lazy fuck. You're the biggest one out of all yes. of them, dude. Probably the strongest out of every single person yeah, there. Yeah. And he's just whipping them instead. I'm yeah. like, wow. So Luggins on there. Luggins on the tail the whole time, though, for sure. He's he's heading there. I think we've messed a couple details. This is like a we kind of did. We've been momentoing this movie for sure. We've been loaning it as we went. Christopher Going Nolan back twelve style. minutes at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, so they they crashed and they're trying to pull it out. And Nick Cage does what I think is one of the smartest, stupidest things that I've ever seen in life is he tries to tie the plane up with one of the ropes and then just runs away into the thing to try and find help or insulin in a he's, random... He's trying to find a needle. A um, needle. He, he needs a syringe for... Because Buddy has his yeah. insulin, but he needs a syringe. Yeah. <sighs> so he's trying Excuse to find me. one, which is insane. And then you loan slowly that uh, uh, the criminals, the, the head honcho criminals... Cyrus and Diamond Dog and, and, and Dead Billy, I guess. And, Dead Billy. And also Dead Pinball. And so I guess they've just replaced them again. Yeah, the with the, they've well, they got they got the new the guy new that's pilot. taking them yeah, to the Columbia. Guy, so yeah. they got the new pilot. They got that dude, the Colombian guy who's like, We're meeting my friends here. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. They <laughs> he didn't have you. that accent at all, which I no. was really proud of. But but he looked, he was just they they cast a Colombian guy because they were like, they're going to Colombia. But he had like the most American accent ever. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna be here. Don't worry about <laughs> it. They'll be here. Trust me. <laughs> that would have been a way better character if he just <laughs> spoke like Boomhauer. <laughs> just they're gonna be here. Don't no 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 dang on dang on dang on dang on plane. <laughs> Anyways, I cannot do a good boom. See, I can't do that one either. Uh, Boomhauer's hard, man. Uh, I like uh, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I sell propane Bobby? and propane accessories. Bobby. Oh. That kid ain't right. I can't do one. See, I can't do it at but all. But damn. But damn. I don't know you. Give <laughs> me back my purse. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Okay, I can't. We can't go on a King of the Hill <laughs> reference right now. All right. Um, and so the 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 convicts can't get the the. We were told that we had, uh, much like we should. Uh, tell ourselves in life, we were told we had 12 minutes because the yeah. cops found out that they were in Lono Airfield. 10, 12 tops. Yeah, 10, 12, 12 tops. tops. And uh, then 30 minutes of movie <laughs> happens. Yep. And it's pretty much minute for minute. Um, one of my favorite lines happens in uh, that you figure out that, because Cameron Pro's out trying to find a needle, and then he realizes that. Um, they are trying to leave everyone. Like the main guys, that's what I was saying. The main guys are trying to leave without them in a smaller plane. Yeah, because they he runs into the guys that are going to pick up yeah. uh, Cyrus and uh. not even Diamond Dog. I think just Cyrus because he was yeah. like, that's and my fucking And the Colombian play. dude, yeah. Yeah. But so anyways, the Colombian dude tries to double, double, double cross them. and uh, yeah, uh, and but it leads to one of my favorite things is that uh, they try and take off without Cyrus and, he, and uh, something happens. The plane crashes. Uh, the little plane, oh, not the big plane. Uh, this is after Larkin. So Nicholas Cage, Cameron. Oh Poe yeah, this is a huge up, part of the movie. Beats up the the uh, Colombian guys, and then he's face to face with Larkin. Yeah, and Larkin's like, "You're Cameron Poe, aren't you?" He's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. "Yeah." He's like, "I'm Larkin." Okay. 
Yeah. He's like, gotta put the gun down. Do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's only two people I trust, and you're not one of them. <laughs> I'm the other one. <laughs> yeah. So no. they have a little chit chat, and then, um, so there's still the pilot's still alive. He didn't get it beat up by. Oh Kevin yeah, Pope. So yeah. he's like, I gotta go. Kevin Pope beats up. Kevin Pope beats up more people in this movie too. Oh yeah, he kicks the shit out of a decent amount of people for being like rehabilitated. A couple of convicts, <laughs> yeah. a couple of Colombians. Yeah, but he's like, I gotta go help my friends. So he's like, Okay, well, I'll see you later. So he runs out. <laughs> they and just then, leaves him. Yeah, and the uh, pilot's like, Oh shoot, he's looking down like a better get out of here. Yeah. So he starts flying. And that's when Cyrus is like, That's my fucking plane. Yeah. And this is where Larkin jumps into a crane and <laughs> just. Randomly pulls the levers like there we go. They were in the most run down like boneyard in the middle of nowhere. It's nothing, but, but yet everything works. <laughs> everything crane, is fine. The crane's been running for days. Yeah, it's <laughs> oiled up, <laughs> lubed up, ready to go for sure. Well, there's an old dude that lives there because yeah. he's like, oh, it's easy for you to say you don't have to take a piss. Oh yeah, stay here, track, old timer. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that We're watching it tonight But yeah, I still remember I know. That's I like, so oh, yeah, funny Because I remember guy. Us missing it Because I thought That was funny You so the plane, have to Take a piss The plane crashes And my favorite thing Happens that I said I, When we started the movie And offhandedly <laughs> I was just like Sayonara Like Sayonara. just randomly It didn't put it together Until we got to that point You're like This is my favorite part of Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's right Is that the stupidest joke ever This is this This describes the comedy style Of this movie Is that The plane crashes And the dude There's gas It crashes into a gas station So there's gas everywhere And the guy gets The Colombian guy That tried to double cross Cyrus gets out of the plane And he's like but, but man we I'm sorry We didn't mean to live But but Cy Like going to say Cyrus And Cyrus has the time To go Anaga And then throws a <laughs> cigarette Into the gas and it blows up. I was like, man, what? That's just such an insane thing that some guy wrote thinking it was the best action line of ever. Sayonara. And like I was telling you, the cigarette into the gas doesn't work. That's insane, too. Is that a is that a childhood story? Or do you well, just know that? Well, from like I knew that from, so this is hilarious. So in junior high school, like grade eight, we had to yeah. make videos. Yeah. I can't remember what the fucking class was. We had to make a video. It's not, this story and, is already not as cool as I thought it was going to be you setting well, something Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> so this guy, Justin Hockley, okay. and a couple shout buddies. Out. Shout out to Justin Not Hockley. a sponsor. No. I don't know what he does now. Maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he can give us some money. Give us some money, Justin. <laughs> so he made this video, and it was like there was supposed to be a car crash, yeah. and then like they used a, like a like a, a Hot Wheels car, yeah. and um, like all of a sudden you see like a match hit this trail of fuel, <laughs> and all you all you hear is whoa! <laughs> it's like Justin's dad, yeah, because he, he did the thing for him, but it was like it went off way bigger than he thought it was. Like he whoa. almost burnt a couple of kids doing this. Whoa! And they were saying like, yeah, my dad was trying to flick his cigarette into it like the movies, but it did never work. So he just like. Uh, Eventually, put more gas down on the ground and threw a match on yeah. it. I remember my dad doing that to me once, man, because I grew up on a farm. We used to burn deadfall all yeah, the time. Yeah, classic. I'm like 13. My dad's yeah. like, okay, we're going to start this with gas. Are you ready? So I dumped gas all the time. He goes, make a little trail and then, you know, get about that far away and light a match and throw it on there. I was way too fucking close. Yeah. Like the flames almost hit my arm. I, I was feel just like, like if you use diesel, that's what you're supposed to use, right? Because it, yeah. it's not as it's not as explosive. Yeah, we never had diesel on the farm though. We had everything was gas, gas lawnmowers, uh, gas whatever, quad and shit. Uh, and we never had diesel. So yeah, gasoline. Your dad almost blew you up. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. My dad would lecture us all day about using diesel, making sure. I don't know if that's. If that's actual fact, but I think I think that's true. Diesel does it does yeah it doesn't explode yeah. like the fumes aren't super explosive. It burns slower and like but it burns longer. And that's how you know I didn't go up on a farm because anybody who go up on a farm was like fuck it use gas <laughs> use gas. <laughs> so 
at this point, they've said pig five times in this movie. I at least. Track. Yeah, I yeah. kept track. I heard five distinct pigs. And all right, so the, this, the DEA shows up. Oh, this is after they've... <laughs> So in their ten to twelve minutes, oh, yeah. they have uh, they <laughs> have, eye, they have built a small diorama of the junkyard that the boneyard that they're in. Yeah. This is the boneyard. Yeah. Here are the vehicles coming in. Yeah. But he's here's like, all the garbage, yeah. big seat cans and stacks of stuff, and they're all like coordinated Coke cans that they had to they had to go find. There's no way they just found them in a pile. And four Coke cans, like not, not yeah. there's no Seven Up, yeah. there's no no, it's all Coke root beer, cans, yeah. all Coke cans. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. So some guy was like, man, not I, I finally found three. He said four. I don't want to go back without without the fourth. Yeah. He'll kill me. But they do this whole, and he's like, what's that? Like, that's a rock. Yeah. Pulls a rock away. I'm like, well, fuck you, dick. Yeah, You're dude. making a fucking replica of where we are. <laughs> Go out if- and find five Coke cans. I need exactly five. I need toy cars, and but if you anybody fucking brings a rock, I swear to God. <laughs> I got four cans and a rock. Does that work? <laughs> uh, fuck you and your rock. But they do the whole, this is, this is the plan. Then they have enough time to go over the plan to set up all the, what seemed like full tanks of full propane. propane. Just yeah. Yeah. It's a so much for propane. Sure. <laughs> I'd use this, bar- this barbecue <laughs> once. Get rid of the propane. That's how you get the there. best steaks. It's just one propane. Fresh can of propane every time. Sure. A tank, not cans, whatever. A can of propane. So, they, they have a big, they have propane. a firefight here. This is where I was like, oh, they had grenade launchers. Yeah. I wasn't, didn't actually know. And they did. And they so they, guns. they eventually fly away, but like they realize, oh, Poe's tied the plane to a post. Yeah. He's got the syringe because he escaped the explosion, the yeah. Sayonara explosion. So it gives the 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 thing to his. Yeah. So buddy, buddy the insulin. And like he gets on the plane, so this is weird. At the, like all at the same time, he's getting on the plane. Johnny Twenty Three is trying to rape that prison guard. Yeah, just a small detail that we missed. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he was a piece of shit. Yeah, and, for sure. And um, we we will anti Johnny Twenty Three on this podcast. Oh, he's a piece <laughs> of garbage. He's a piece of human garbage. But he's so. This is all going on. There's other people on the plane. We don't see anybody around Johnny Twenty Three and this girl. Like, no. how big is this plane? It didn't yeah. seem that big. Yeah. Like, I figure it's just like one long tube. Like, you could see from the back to the front. Like, oh, there's the front door. But it, but they like, just kept po- convicts kept popping up everywhere. Yeah, it seemed like there was like this was like a four bedroom, three bathroom <laughs> plane thing. Yeah. Like, well, they got four. Like, this is where you can sleep. This is yeah. the executive. This suite. is a cage section. <laughs> it's lovely to be able to have breakfast there every morning. We have a seat area in front of the cages, but like yeah. we have a view of the cockpit. A very easily breakable into cockpit, but you know it's nice over Here, this side of town. Here's the wall of switch <laughs> controls for all of the inmates. Yeah, one key fits we, all, so that's always nice. We don't need to cage that because they're caged already. They yeah. can't escape. What are they going to do? Put pins in their hands? <laughs> Pick their locks like that? Stout fires? It'll be crazy. Where Never. are they going to get the gasoline and matches? Yeah. What, are they going to swallow it like they swallow drugs? That's that's ex- that's pretty much how they explained in the movie. There's so much ex- exposition that they were just like... And, and, man, watching it as a child, as a young teenager, I'm just like, man, this movie's so great. Watching it as an adult, just going like, wow. How why stupid do you, do you think I yeah, am? Why do you keep repeating yourself? We get it! So they don't telling us what's happening. So they get they at this time what you we didn't fully realize is that pinballs put the transponder on a, 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 oh. a an airplane that's like doing a toe. So 
the 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 DEA agent's like, I'm gonna go get him. Gets in a helicopter and flies away, and it's like chasing down this tourist plane with thinking it's the CIA. Uh, I, I mean, the the jailboat, the escapee. The well. escapee. Um, but uh, and he's Good. going along, and like they they come up and they're like, whoa, like five minutes away. Get like ready to shoot him, and then they don't shoot that one down, but. As they, they finally get to the jailboat at this time after they've taken off from Lono, because again, we're jumping around a bunch. Oh, yeah. They've but, got choppers now. They've scrambled the jets. Yeah, they scrambled <laughs> the choppers. Yeah, if you would. Um, uh, which seems like the false thing you should do. Scramble the jets. Um, but, anyways, uh, and they get there and they, they shoot a couple engines. So now we're going down mm-hmm. in the movie. And uh, like we said, uh, they figure out as they like starting to go down. They figure out that Poe. Oh, Cyrus thinks he's figured out that Poe's doing all this nefarious hero bullshit. Make a move and the bunny gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's. Oh, also he shoots uh, uh, somebody. I'm not gonna. No spoilers here. But somebody may or may not die. We never knew the whole oh, time. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we never really figured it out. If Fucking he died, or Bubba Gump. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah. He's not dead. He'll <laughs> live. Oh no, he's dying. <laughs> Wait, he's in an ambulance at the end. I swear, I remember. Yeah. Fuck this. This movie was so good. Yeah, dude, it's don't good. don't fire, don't fire. This is Cameron Poe. Yeah. Like stop, like, stop shooting at the fucking plane. <laughs> he's innocent. Yeah, it's my plane. That's that's, that's my, my favorite. Plane. That's my favorite. My plane is in the chopper. He's all sweaty. He's like, that's my plane. <laughs> So to another a guy in a chopper who's never gonna heal, but he's just like, yeah, fuck that plane up. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting his ju- his fucking rocks off, shooting these inmates. Yeah. Like that's the thing too. He's just like, fuck these motherfuckers, shoot yeah. them down, yeah. kill them. They're pieces of shit. I'm like, you're a piece of trash. Yeah, for he's, sure. I'm sure, they've murdered people. He's the he's humans. my besides Johnny Twenty Three. We've talked about. He's my villain of this movie. Yes, is the is the DEA agent. Yes, he's a piece of fuck. I don't know, I've said it so much. He's just an idiot. Yeah. So they have to land the plane on the Sunset Strip. Of Las Vegas. Because how could this movie spend more insane money for no reason? We got more budget left. Where do you want to land the plane? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it in Vegas. Yeah. And so they did. It looked, It was actually a pretty, like, thinking, when I think of the first time I watched it when I was younger, that was an insane scene. Because, like, to me, CGI wasn't a thing. Like, special effects weren't a thing because I was a child. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, and my dad showed me this movie, and he was like, this is a national treasure, and you're going to watch this. And so when I watched it, I was like, wow, my dad's right. They landed a, they crashed a plane on the Sunset Strip of Vegas. It's funny that your dad calls it a national treasure, then Nicolas Cage was in a movie later called National Treasure. Uh, my dad's a uh, my dad's a weird concoction of a man. He just loves Nicolas Cage far so too much. We did skip over one big part of their time in Lerner Airfield. Okay, yeah. Uh, Garland Green goes Who for a walk me? oh my and God. meets some like five. I don't know how old children are. I, I told you, Jeff. I told you twice that this is the part of the movie that makes me so upset. It's weird. I tried not to talk about it. Well. Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> We're talking about this. No, but they make they this make us think that Bashemi's character has done the most ungodly things to this young this young child yeah. and stolen her doll because he's this infamous criminal. And he's singing. He's got the whole he's world in his hands, hands with her. And he's Buscemi. He looks like Buscemi. And he looks. He's doing a good Buscemi impression. Yeah, as as Bu- only Buscemi cannot do. I guess I've took that stand, so I'll defend it. <laughs> I'd love to sing a song. <laughs> He's got the whole world. <laughs> Fucking doesn't even tell me anything like him no. at all. <laughs> no, so they're I, going down in Vegas, and Buscemi is just loving it. He's got his seatbelt on. Oh, that's my, again, one of those throwaway scenes is that as they're taking off to, like, 
uh, as they're like taking off the oh oh sorry not taking off as they're like crashing going going down you just see Steve Buscemi as everything's like shaking around it's like a plane crash scene and all of a sudden Steve Buscemi's just like takes his seatbelt and like leans back click just he's like just so chill he's like and as they're going down shit's like exploding around him and he's like whoo <laughs> like he's so excited. <laughs> And he starts singing. He's got the whole world in his hand. I'm like, oh I don't God. know why this one. There's just that little bitty baby. <laughs> and singing it for 45 it. minutes for the scene. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah. Yeah. it's like, so phenomenal. And no, um, oh, okay. So another thing that I this is so far back. So I don't want to go too long about it. But Cyrus sings this song on the radio. I tried oh to bring it up God. a little, but I forgot about it. But Cyrus sings this song uh, of. They're talking to the DEA agents way, way before. And, you know, Cyrus the whole time is just making fun of them. At the end, he sings a song. And I don't want to sing it. I don't want to. I just want you to go and watch this movie. (laughs) Because he sings about the DEA agent pissing himself. My brother will sing that to me constantly. If I start bugging him, he will just start singing that thing to me. And I hate it when he does it. He does it the same thing with the Buscemi thing as well, with the whole world in his hands. If I'm bugging him, he'll just start singing it. Because he knows I, it makes me so uncomfortable all the time. It's an interesting way to torture somebody. Yeah, my my brother's a my brother's a he's he's loaned quite well. What 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 bugs me? Older brother? Yeah, oh, two and a half was, years. Oh yeah. yeah, there you go. No, he's well versed. He got two and a half years head start to just bug the shit out of me, and so I've been trying to catch up ever since. My older brother would just beat me up. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still scared of him. He's so tough. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time I tried to beat up my brother, and I was like, I'm tough too. And then he beat me up, and I was like, I've never been yep. less tough in my life. I've tried. So, but at least there's gonna be one point, like years down the road, when he's like on his deathbed, and I'm standing there. He, I'm gonna I'm, kick I'm sure. the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's gonna say, I'm sorry, little brother, for everything I've done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> ah. Payback's a bitch, bro. <laughs> Anyways, they uh, uh, they crash land in, in in Vegas, and immediately it's the end. You know it's the end of the movie. Uh, somebody doesn't end up dying, which is nice. Well, Johnny Twenty Three dies. Oh, Johnny! That's <laughs> one of my favorites since we talked about this. Because <laughs> he was handcuffed by one hand to the to top. The- to something Cameron, above him, because Cameron Poe was like, because uh, Jeff talked about how Johnny Twenty Three was about to do some awful things, awful, unspeakable, things. and so Cameron defends him and like locks it. He gets locked up, uh, and so, uh, but he's he's you just see him like hanging there by his arm because he's dead. They locked him up in the cage after the air crash, and the cops. The the only thing you hear is the cops go, yeah. This one's dead. And then they take him, and he just walks away without his arm, and his arm stays dangling there. But my thing was, what was holding him up, man? Rig- just- Rigor mortis. <laughs> yeah. The impact didn't move him at all. Yeah, he was just standing perfectly still. Yep, this one's dead. Takes him away without his arm. That was insane. Well, like you also suggested that maybe they just pulled his arm right off. Right? They're like, well, this one's dead. <laughs> ah, I, didn't I didn't get it. There, there go. we go. Pop there that shoulder go. off there. Yeah, we That's all cool. edit it in post. <laughs> I fix nothing in post. Um... But yeah, uh, but again, the first scene of this movie is um, that song How do I by Le- Leanne, what's her name? Leanne Rhymes. Leanne. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, Let's get right into it. And then and then the end scene of this movie, none other, none other Hold than- on. We, we're not there yet. Oh, shit. I'm because they, uh, they're like, man, uh, they think this is everyone. Wait, yeah. we're missing a few inmates. Oh my god, Cyrus, I Diamond, so much. yes, yeah. Cyrus, Diamond Dog, and there's a no, oh, and the uh, pilot, the crazy pilot, yeah. are climbing out from under under the plane, yeah. and they jump into a fire truck. Fire truck. Now they could have made a flawless escape. Yeah. 
But he Cyrus, did. for some stupid reason, decided to jump on top of <laughs> the truck. on the top, on the ladder. Oh, yes. The highest outside, most possible part. Yes. Which, yeah. And he's like looking around like, hope nobody sees me. And you get this great Nick Cage as he like sees his, he sees his, you know, thing. And he just goes, Cyrus. <laughs> and cut to Larkin going, Grissom. <laughs> like, wow, they both said his name. Then they run to the, a pair of motorcycles side yeah. by side, jump on, start about to look at each other and go like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get this motherfucker. Yeah. And, and they it, do end up getting them in the ri- most insane way. It's a ridiculous motorcycle chase. Like, Cyrus has got the fucking hose out, and he's blasting fucking people you, off you their s- bikes. You see a bike fly by itself faster without a person on it into a man, and he yes. explodes. Into a man on the back of a truck. The motorcycle explodes instantaneously because that's what motorcycles do. Yep. No matter how soft the uh, collision is, they explode. They're yeah, actually right. made to explode. There was probably more explosion in that motorcycle uh, accident than there was in the plane crash that happened moments before. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> it, that. Uh, I love it. I love it when stuff in movies... Blows up instantly, though. Yeah, for sure. Like the National Lampoon loaded weapon, yeah. one cigarette butt explosions. Yeah. I love it. Well, if it fizzles out, that's not cool at all. So he gets speared through the leg with a broken... I don't even know what that was. Oh, wait, it was some sort of... They use it for poking roofs and yeah. shit when you're firefighters. That he gets speared thing. in the leg, but instead of like falling down or crying or doing something normal people would do, he platoons it in the middle of the fucking uh, like parkway. He throws his arms up, and he's like, Ah! <laughs> insane. There he is. And then he fights as well. Like, it's like, if you get stabbed through the leg, you're not walking away. Punches fucking Nicolas Cage in his wounded arm because he got shot and walked through a bullet. But Cyrus didn't know he got shot. That's what I love about it. He just saw the wound and was like, I'll punch that. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch move. For sure. Piece of shit. So anyway, he gets flung through. He gets gets locked, handcuffed to the ladder, brought up on the ladder, flies through a walkway (laughs) to two different windows, through power lines onto a conveyor belt. You see a dramatic power line slow motion fall through where he gets shocked to death, you think. Yeah, lands on a conveyor belt, which takes him into some unmonitored... In the middle of the strip in Las Vegas, he falls into this construction zone conveyor belt. Where no workers are present. Nope. And then gets his head crushed by a pile driver. A rock-crushing pile driver, for sure. Well, I guess it was crushing rocks. That's right. I don't even know. But it was fucking. Nah, sick. I'd be cooler if we got Undertaker for sure. Just so it, um, yeah. So he dies. Now we cue the song. I even wrote cue the song nice. exclamation points. This is when Leanne Rhymes comes back. Yeah, and we he gets reunited with his wife. He's like, hey, I'm a bird. Yeah, he gives his daughter that creepy ass bunny. Now I got you a bunny. Yeah. And she, the look on the kid's face when she finally like, it's like this is your daddy. Yeah. You haven't seen him in a while. It's like your hair's longer. And then she's like, he's like, I love you. And <laughs> like if the kid just looks freaked out, it's like I'll better hug him anyway. Yeah. And then yeah, and you could see that they spent all their money on Nick and Malkovich and Cusack, and then we're like, get a random kid off the street. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what are my lines? Yeah. Just say nothing. <laughs> I got my dad's coming home on July 14th. My daddy's <laughs> coming home July 14th. And then his best credits ever. Because it's oh, yeah. totally random. Starts with the bad guy immediately. Yeah. Picture. And it's like it's like 80s. It's like 80s. Uh, oh, maybe it's 90s. But it feels like to me like a Breakfast Club ending. Absolutely. You know I mean? And then it's a picture of the dude. It's the DEA agent, agent. And it's got his actor's name and the name under it. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Don't you forget about Blair. So we're at the end. That was the end. Don't you forget about Blair. 
Don't you? <laughs> I love singing that by myself. Yeah. Just, don't you? Just make it dramatic. Yeah. Just well, singing to yourself. Don't forget about me, myself. Forget about yeah. me. That's when you do too much acid for sure. Oh, yep. <laughs> Been there before. <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Where am I? Okay, so. Yeah, that concludes that. Now we have to... I would recommend this movie to other people. Me too. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's super So fun. would my dad. I told him that I was going on this podcast to talk about bad movies, and I said, uh, uh, Conair, and I think he almost like wanted to like, set me up for adoption. It's a great movie. Well, yeah. my, my friend Blake, same thing. I'm like, we're watching Conair tonight, and he goes, that's a great movie. I'm like, I know it is, but it's ridiculous. He's it's like, insane. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So we got to rate this now. Oh, I got. I already know. Oh, okay, do it up. I'm going. <laughs> All right. Easily six and a half bunnies outside of the box. Uh, uh, out it. of <laughs> 15 bunnies in the box, for sure. <laughs> I, I was, knew you were going to do I that. That's why I wanted to go first. Box yeah. bunnies. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to give this movie eight. Maybe high. I don't know. This is a roller coaster. Eight jailbirds. Nice. Out of 15 prison break seasons. Okay. Nice. That's good. That's good. I couldn't think of, damn it, Michael Schofield. Eight, nice. Yep. Eight, eight jailbirds <laughs> out of 15 Michael Schofields. There, yeah, That's what I go. wanted. There you That's go. what I rated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jaden, this was a fucking blast, man. Where can, um, thank first of all, thank you for coming down and doing oh, this. Thanks for this having was, me. This was, was awesome. Time, yeah. I'm so glad you finally made it down. Or, yeah. I finally reunited with you. Yeah, hell yeah. And you came down. Um, how can people find you? What do you got coming up? In the next few weeks or whenever, what do you want people to know uh, about you? Uh, like I said, uh, I think uh, you can find me on Instagram. I think as a uh, uh, JVIC underscore ESQ. Uh, I post shit about comedy, but I also post shit that I think is funny or stuff that I'm doing. Um, if if uh, you ever see me on uh, Victoria shows, come up to me. I like talking, and I, I I'm down here more often, so I'll be doing shows down here. If you're in Nanaimo, you can catch me every second week at the. Uh, Connor Lounge, uh, uh, comedy at the Connor Open Mic. I'm usually there, uh, uh, you know, slinging my hee-haws for uh, for me buying beer. So uh, if you want to come and make uh, make my life easier, that'd be great. Uh, and catch me around town, uh, out on these streets, if you would. Out on these streets. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the next line of that song, dude. That was so much fun. Yeah, man. Let's call it there. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye. This is Real Garbage. 